0: Welcome to this completely unnecessary podcast. A Tuesday, a February. Eighth, two thousand twenty-two. We're almost at two twenty-two,
1: twenty-two. That's it's crazy. Ian. We have no news today.
0: That's Ian. I am Pat on the show today. Um, nothing, nothing happening.
1: Not a thing going. Not a on. thing happening. It's insane. We uh, tried as we might, we just couldn't find anything to talk nothing about. Nothing
0: weird happened with an upstart console the past forty-eight hours. Like no. in the news, nothing at all uh, to discuss. We'll be talking about a, a, a Guitar Hero cheat. Uh, Bowser sentenced to five years, perhaps. Uh, We'll be talking about NFTs every week until we die um, and other good stuff. Uh, We talked about what we did over the weekend on the exclusive Patreon bonus podcast, patreon.com slash podcast. Anyone to the zoo. I'm dealing with the return of the field mouse from hell at Castle Country
1: and other tidbits. It's got a name. And scampers. If you want to know the name. Scamper. No S. Oh. If you want to hear about my pet gerbil? You can hear about that too.
0: The Scamper Saga. Scamper Saga. There's ups and downs, highs and lows. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Any other stuff that to bring up in the intro? That the, the Blazers have been demolished. They're trading everyone off. From your beloved Trail Blazers. Yeah, I know
1: um no I, I mean other than uh it, the, like you know the, 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 the whole new work and stiff thing like i just work i work monday through friday and then my saturdays and my sundays are just how does it feel woo, Ian? gone i mean it's fine it's fine i'm just sitting around saving money that's all i want to do but it's crazy saturday and sunday are just gone you weren't saved my you sitting around saving money i mean you're making money making money and saving money yeah. two incomes Ian. two incomes you got for now but what, what for now well, you always say but, that you don't know how much longer you can do this. We ain't going just... another
0: nine years, I know that. <laughs> so, 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 out, so I mean, like you know, I am saving. Any, it's end of next week. You're no, saving. I don't know. So, I am saving. You should always say whether or not a, a podcast
1: might end. I have not at some necessarily point. been in a position to do much saving in the past. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, you still are. We working at well? You probably making more than you are working at Luna at your new job, I would think. Yes, I am. That's not the, that's not to poo poo on Luna, but I mean, you are making more money. Yeah, probably better
1: benefits. You know, coming at you. Yep, got health insurance again now. Thank God. Yeah, I'm gotta start w- making some. I was gonna hit you if you making didn't have some, health insurance
0: again. Making some
1: appointments. Ah.
0: Get the old blood work done. Yeah, I'm going nuts now. My phone's trying to charge. You know what? Uh, I, I, I don't go to bat for Apple ever, but I do like their phone ecosystem. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm IBM and Windows computer, but. The phone, the iOS, is way better than shitty Android for the phone. And yes, it's closed off. And yes, the memory's tied to the board. Yeah, I know that's bad. But the actual interface is clean and nice and simple, and that's what is perfect for a phone. You don't want to fuck around with your phone. Whenever I, I try to help Frank out with his Android phone, it takes me an hour to find out where the settings are and anything else. And I can't do it. Plus, phones have different Android branches and shit. It's a mess. Um, but... My phone's battery since like the whatever the big update was about six months ago, seven months ago, the battery now is shit. The, the it drains faster than than the, than the C batteries did on my father's Coleco Telstar Ranger, that like you know they last like a half hour. Yeah. So they got in trouble before Apple for doing this, where in order to encourage people to think that their phone is broken or done, uh, whenever they do an iOS update to a certain point, the older phones' battery would basically be leached at that point. Yeah, they On, start
1: to th- throttle the battery or something They, thrott- like they
0: throttle the CPU and GPU because they realize right. the new programs don't do it. But in, in turn, they also got in trouble in the past for fucking up with the battery. So people think, oh, my phone's broken. This battery I have in my phone is less than two years old. I got it. Remember I dropped it at the start of the, uh, the pandemic? I dropped the phone in my bathroom a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I got repl- The guy replaced my battery uh, as well as uh, the face. A-, a less than two-year-old battery should not be draining in like, I don't know, an hour and a half of use at most. Like it's nuts, just like looking on Twitter, and and so I have a six S. I love the six S. The six S is still supported on. It's the last one I think supported on the new uh, up iOS updates. Uh, before that, they're not. Um, they're forcing me to get a new phone, and I hate it, or at least a new used one. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you money for a new phone, Apple. You bastards. Sorry, just not gonna do it. No, I'll just buy a refurbished or, or used phone. That's a few years old for like half the price like that's what you do you don't buy a twelve hundred dollar new phone you buy like a two year old phone for like three hundred
1: dollars four hundred dollars that's what you do but even saying that makes my stomach turn but it is what it is just spending that much on a, a phone in general because I wouldn't have to if the battery was fine like otherwise it's fine it's fine <sighs>
0: anything else happening
1: I mean, NFT stuff is happening. Bowser was sentenced to five years in prison. Oh, well, Grand Theft to. Auto Five is coming to PS Five. Uh, Grand Box Theft Auto Five is uh, coming. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I did. I didn't know it wasn't on PS Five yet. <laughs> no, uh, I mean the announcement of this just feels like one of those things that we all knew was coming, and we, we were just waiting for. I mean, the PS 5s now been out for what a year and a half, right? Yeah, it was like fall of, of twenty. It was yeah, November of of. Yeah, twenty twenty. It's almost
0: a year and a half. A year and like four months, whatever. Um, so I guess they did an upgrade here. Um, new generation for GTA Five and GTA Online. Um, yeah, all right. So it's going to look a hell of a lot better, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, uh, the the word is, I thought you were going to have more on this. Uh, the word is is that like GTA Six has been in development. Um,
1: who the hell knows when it comes out? Because that those games take like five six years to make. Those games, so I have no clue. I just, I but. mean, I, I know I've mentioned it before, but I just can't believe that they skipped an entire generation without a brand new. Yeah, GTA Five came out like eight years ago. Yeah, and I mean, it's they insane. focused on the online aspect, but it's not like the online aspect was brand new. But they keep adding. Add yeah, they it, kept adding to it, it, but still, no brand new um, GTA game. Yeah, no brand new GTA game. It's been a GTA game for a few years, just about.
0: Yeah, and now it's like, nah, we'll get to it when we get to it. We'll be, we'll be, be seventy before. They- one, uh, so that's all I have on that. Uh, I, I actually would want to. I've this might be the year I get an Xbox Series S, uh, not just for stuff like this would be fun, but also you know the emulation factor, or you can do in the dev mode thing. if you're
1: actually going to do that stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think it would be a, a good investment. I think just to be able to play some of the modern stuff in a pick up and play way would be pretty good too. Yeah, and, and then the, the the game pass that Ian loves, we can do that. The game pass that I like.
0: He he doesn't uh, want to appear like he's on any corporate side ever. He doesn't want to overendorse, so he likes
1: it. I have had plenty of problems with it on PC. Oh, on PC? Oh, the controller, but not with the actual service. I mean, the service is what it is. Yeah.
0: Um, All right. Speaking of, we'll we'll jump to it. Uh, Google Stadia is going away. We'll yeah, jump, we'll jump to that topic right now.
1: So, the word on the street, uh, uh from our man Zach Wisen on the scene, uh, <laughs> our, our, Ryan, man. <laughs> our man on the scene, uh, says that, um, basically Google is looking to quietly, um, end Stadia within the next couple of months. And it's been two years.
0: Yeah. That's I mean, like, it was, was longer than what pandemic. we
1: said. Um, but basically, they want to use it as the background for stuff like Peloton and stuff like that. They want to create uh, playable experiences and online demos. So it's really the streaming technology. That's really what
0: they're, they're... Yeah, exactly. Use it as the cloud streaming for other companies. For other stuff. Which is smart because we always knew like this is not where it's at for like first-person shooters and Twitchy games and fighting games. I mean, I, I was looking up some of the original coverage of this... And, like, the, the one guy's review was just like, showing him at where they had, like, giga internet fiber hits the space bar, puts his hands up, and then the guy jumps. It was, like, a full second of delay yeah. of uh, of how bad the latency was on it. Uh, Spotted by The Verge. This is from Kotaku here. So, it's really The Verge covering it. The service has now apparently been demoted within Google with Stadia boss Phil Harrison now reporting to Google's vice president of subscription services. Instead of the hardware boss, it's done.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're not reporting to the boss boss anymore. Um, Basically, so it says that uh, these things are powered by. Recently, people have seen things on Peloton uh, streamed by Google Stream, which is the new name for the Google Stadia technology. So this is I don't know. What, what will actually happen here? Will they let the service continue on and just not focus on it since they're going to be using it technically for something else? Or are they going to just cut the service? Uh,
0: one person who spoke to Business Insider, Ian, estimated that only about 20% of the focus now, now is Stadia was on the gaming side. So I think they'll just make sure they still have games coming to it for some people that – for whatever, the 8,000 people that, that use and love Google Stadia out there. How's, how's that podcast going that attacked us? For saying this is dead in the water. That, that Google Stadia podcast.
1: Remember that? Uh. Tweet, tweet at me a few times. <laughs> yeah. How, how are you looking out there, bud? Everything has fanboys. Everything I, needs to I just capitalize on the moment. I couldn't fucking believe that. I thought that was a joke that someone would be like attacking critics of something that
0: obviously was not working for a lot of people and had issues. Like, it's unbelievable. Then again, I guess some things never change. When no, you tax something that is a bad idea. Then pe- there's always the fanboys and sycophants. I'm, I'm sorry that uh, some things are
1: bad ideas. Not every idea yeah. is a great idea that needs to be seen uh, through. I'm
0: sorry your Stadia podcast never took out, talk to, never took off out there. <laughs> <laughs> <Can> you imagine <laughs> that there's like a Google Stadia podcast like number one on the gaming like iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs the hot, what the, can you, the what, hot guys. What can you talk the about? The hot Stadia guys. What could you possibly do on a weekly
1: Google Stadia? podcast what can you possibly talk about every week i don't know probably the same shit you talk about on weekly amico podcasts which is nothing it's just a social club at that point yeah we get, it's a social
0: club. that's exactly what we it have is. punch and pie and talk about shit yep and just stream we just uh, uh, lengthen this out as much as we can right, So stadia is done we both said it like be like a year it's been a couple but we're it's still done it's just i mean they weren't paying attention with the past year i haven't heard of it
1: yeah no I have not either. The last thing I heard was my buddy released his game on there that I really wanted to play, and I'm happy that Stadia existed because it pretty much funded, it funded the, the game. Okay. It got it completed, and now it's going to uh, be released this year on PlayStation and Xbox and Switch. Play, so play the game. Uh, it is Gunsport uh, Sport. Gun Sport Hyper. I can't remember what they're calling it, but they, they gave it like a a Street Fighter like update. Logo? Yeah, okay. like it's 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 getting uh, it's getting some. Some patches and updates. Oh, it's like the Super Street Fighter update. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean. yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Bowser might be sentenced to five years. The government government wants Nintendo hacker Gary Bowser, we covered before. To, to face five
1: years. Hard time. Five Hard time years. Uh, Bowser is arguing that, yeah, that's ridiculous and that he should only have to do 19 months. Um, since he is already taking, uh, taking on a, a 4.5 million dollar fine.
0: Yep. He accepted it because he's guilty as fuck. So this is this is probably one of the most egregious piracy sort of things that we've seen. Where like they really came after these folks. But this was a huge operation that was making millions and millions of dollars. That's why I think they're, they're going to make an example out of Mr. Bowser here. Like this is just, oh, you serve a little bit of time and, you know, no harm, no foul. You might have money set aside somewhere that you hid. This is like we want to make an example that you're never going to do people are never going to do this again um so that's the suggested sentence sentence would be extraordinary amount of time for bowser this comes from a uh, euro who's already admitted his guilt and accepted a 4.5 million dollar fine for his role in production and sale of piracy enabling game console uh devices uh the u.s government said the 60 month Sentence was appropriate given the nature and circumstances of the offense, the history and characteristics of the defendant, and the need for the sentence to reflect the seriousness of the, the, seriousness of the offense, to promote respect for the law, and to provide just punishment, to afford adequate de- de- deterrence to criminal contact. Contact. Uh, and, and after those after those five years, the government said Bowser should be supervised for three years. So like three years of probation, make sure you're probably not be able to use a computer. Um, yeah, so let's see. Yeah, this was the, ha- the hacking group team Executor. They generated tens of millions of dollars from the mass-produced and while sold mod chips for uh, the Switch. The Switch, right? Yeah.
1: I did not know this. Separate to the U.S. government case and his $4.5 fine for that, Bowser has additionally accepted a whopping $10 million fine for Nintendo's own civil lawsuit against
0: Well, he can't win this
1: lawsuit, so Nintendo's yeah. going easy on him. Yeah.
0: Probably. That's... Oh, It's insane. So, yeah. Go- government fine. Jail time. A $10 million fine. Yeah. That's the thing. Where Nintendo is usually, yeah, they'll send you a cease and desist on stuff. Fan games and stuff like that.
1: It's the for-profit nature. It's of this, the that, that.
0: for-profit piracy of their shit is where you're going to get fucked. Right. Whether it's the websites where you sell subscriptions to, like, ROM sites. That's where Nintendo said, that's our line. You crossed it. We're coming after you. Um, So, yeah, it will be a deterrent, I think. I mean, I'm sure if if I search for, you know, like, Switch mod chips, it'll it'll be harder to find them. Uh, I don't know how much they came down against. There were so many, like, the 3DS. and More more the DS, there was all the, you know, the little Switch um, uh, flash, like, the carts to play the games. But that wasn't modding their hardware, though. Right. That's where I think they crossed the line where Nintendo's like, we got you now. You're not just selling, like, um, a little cartridge where... The user then has to go download the software, you know, from a website. This is like you're encouraging the use of 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 changing our hardware for piracy. That's where Nintendo's like, this is the line where that's it. This is war now. So that's it. So
1: Bowser's going to be in prison for five years, up to I'm, I'm sure he can get he can get let off, you know, with good behavior. I think uh, I think they'll probably still. I think it'll probably end up being closer to the 19 months, but I I would be surprised if he actually got five years for it.
0: Well, you get five years, but not serve five in prison. maybe. Sure, you almost never serve the full time in prison if you're good behavior. They let you out early. So, um, oh, we forgot to talk about all the all the things that GTA uh, Five would give you before on PS Five and Xbox Series S and X. Yeah, uh, up to 50, sixty frames, up to four K, improved draw distances, ray tracing options. There it is. Haptic feedback on your PS Five controller. Woo. Three D audio, which I which is, is a thing still, but Okay. Uh,
1: Guitar Hero Cheater, Ian. Oh, damn. I have the market pl- the GameStop marketplace open. Um, so, uh, Guitar Hero, one of the... Don't, uh, you, don't, don't spoil our future topics. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was jumping ahead too fast. Oh, my God. I, uh, I'm just feeling wild and crazy uh, today. Our pal, pal, Carl Jobst,
0: did another... He he calls out cheaters all the time. Uh, he called out or focused on a video. This went semi-viral. Um, guitar hero legend Shmooey, who was found out through the community. There is a small but, but stalwart guitar hero slash now clone hero community. There's a
1: PC version of guitar hero people play called Clone Hero. That's why those guitar hero guitars are so freaking popular. Because so. now they're using them for that. Uh, th- yeah, they're doubly popular now. So
0: Clone Hero is a program that, you know, that it's a open the community. You can upload your own songs and stuff. And so, so this is still going strong, at least. Yeah. For a small amount. Uh, I don't know about Rock Band, but at least Guitar Hero. So this guy was known as a good hero, uh, guitar hero uh, person, and then um, had records and was completing songs perfectly that no one else in the world could. That's a red flag right away. Yep. Um, but then... They said, wait a second, we should look at this. And from looking at Carl's video, I don't know if you saw it, I watched it. It's like, it was, people were thinking about this beforehand. Like, okay, this is weird, but okay. Because he showed himself playing. It's always these people that are good players, but then that's not enough. They got to be like the best or perfect. Yeah. This this was a good player. This is one of the top players that said, you know what? No, I have to to cheat. So they started looking into and matching the actual movements of the chords and fingers to the notes. And And it's nuts. When you see these songs... There's like, it's like playing a piano, but faster. Oh, yeah. like, it's it's insane. Uh, some of this. And so they slowed it down and just said, yeah, it's, it's not several ma- errors. Yeah, it, it's not matching. It's not matching. And so it was a combination of like seeing the, the visual not match, but also a combination of splicing going on. They looked at like there's like a little circular little icon where it would jump the little glow around.
1: It would just jump. So like there was sections being spliced together lots of just weirdness and so a windows media player overlay was uh appeared very briefly towards it, the end of a video and they
0: said yeah. like i was having problems with like obs or whatever the screen cap, all this bullshit that, that that uh cheaters try to justify they always go down the list to try to justify it um so they got caught out and posted a, an apology and they said i won't waste any time on this yes most of the stuff i did was, was unauthentic i guess inauthentic and i'm at fault for being a fraud. For the things I tweaked and edited, I'm sorry I'm not the person you thought I was. I am a fraud.
1: This is the shit that's so weird to me, though. This, like, I'm sorry I'm not the person you thought I was. Like, this is this is people. These are people who make a game, or, or this is one of my problems with fandoms too. They make this shit their entire personality. Yeah, my entire personality hinges on this. So when you're found out to be a cheater, there's nothing left. Because it's, oh, it takes you years to get good at this. Yeah. To become a master
0: at it. So you build it up that this is my world. This is my little scene. I'm, I'm worshipped within this little scene.
1: Right. So we- now I have to keep it going. So I have to keep cheating at these videos. And people only like you because they think you're good at the video because uh, you're good at the game because that's what you're obsessed with. And then, yeah, this happens. in like, literally, it's all gone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. There was a
1: flawless run of nine patterns of eternal pain. That's what I was referring to earlier, um, where uh, they saw the media player overlay. Uh, they noticed like, some of the finger positions and notes were inconsistent. Um, his method is deceptively simple. The article says uh, he slowed the songs down in Clone Hero, played them at an easier difficulty, and then the sped it back up. <clears throat>
0: Uh, he made a splice some of the videos in a Discord call in January, but insisted that he'd only, only oh, I only tampered with a few of the videos. This is like, this is the, the whole thing about the, you know, this is why you have to throw out all the records because you can't trust a person anymore. Even if some of the records and stuff, right. you, they're gone. There's no trust anymore. You're gone. You're finished. You can't say, oh, you know, I only cheated at the board game a few of the times. No, you're, you're not playing with me again. But don't let me go off on board game cheats again.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going to stop you. Talk about five years in prison. Five years, that's, no, 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 that's justifiable. Five that's justifiable. And a four point five million dollar fine. Uh, no <laughs> one ain't cheating up
0: Monopoly after that ever man, yeah. or Game of Life, or what have you. Year six, you took an extra hundred out of the bank. I don't care. Get or, in jail or playing Battleship, and I really didn't it, it hit your sub. You said I miss. You son of a bitch. Don't, don't think Kevin. Hey Kevin, if you cheated at the other board games, you probably cheated at Battleship. Can't cheat. You can't cheat electronic though. Yeah. Can't cheat electronic. Um, yeah. It's it's sad. I feel bad for the person because it's like it, you have such a shallow soul. If that's your, right, what, what you feel you need to do to get gratification, to get acceptance, is to, to cheat at a video game again. What like I, what I, person I, did we think you were? I like, I I don't fucking. I mean, how big is the community? Is it like a thousand people? Like, how big can this
1: community be? Like, it's just I don't know. It's sad. I don't know, man. You know what's it's not said? What's not said, Ian? Go will to ultimatenintendo.com.
0: You, you'll, you'll, your day will be bright, and there's no splicing going on. There's nope. no cheating. Uh, you get great NES and Super Nintendo guidebooks. You get patented and Ian enamel pins. You get RBI baseball stickers, the limited T-shirt. It's all there. It's not fraudulent. It's all there for real. <laughs> it's not fraudulent at all. It's all there. Uh, I'll be on Twitch Wednesday night, twitch.tv slash country code. I'm also on Cameo for all your Valentine's needs. Cameo.com slash Pat Contry. Why did I say that creepily? Um, we're going to be returning to the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. So excited. February 26th and 27th, a few weeks away. God, it's three weeks away. Um, less than three weeks. At the Ontario Convention Center in Ontario, California. Um, yeah, it's three years since we've been there. Three years. Like That's, like, ridiculous we think about it. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, so, it's been two years. No, no, three years the last time we were there. That's our closest backyard there. I'm sure we'll be doing a panel. We'll be selling uh selling our wares as well. We won't we won't we don't have time for our sound drop stuff. We'll do that later in the year. Yeah. We'll do that for Portland. Later in the year. We'll have the sound drop. Ian said, We'll give we'll you a sound drop. Started looking <laughs> into it. We'll do those cheap keychains like you get at the at the flea markets with the like, yeah, with, there's there's square guns.
1: shaped keychains where you can just pr- press a button and it plays the the thing. Yeah, like, like my Goonies one right here. <laughs> yeah, I just want them to be one at a time,
0: one sound. Oh, you want one sound? You want to milk milk the the customer base? Absolutely. Twenty dollars per sound. One job. sound, one <laughs> color. Yeah, you know, you don't want to just do the, the Goonies one. No, I need people to hang them off of a chain. I, I feel like I can get this done a lot easier, Ian, on AliExpress. I probably can, can. A little picture of us right here, and then just a little icon, and then, you know, I don't know where I got this from. I don't
1: right. know, but it's been sitting there for eight years. <laughs> We've been here eight years. Ian <laughs> Ian's I silly. I look at it every week. Ian silly. Yeah.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next
1: and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local
0: financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the scumbag
1: NFT segment (laughs) of the week. Of the week. Week, week, week week Uh, where to start
0: where to start there's so many i mean this is ridiculous
1: so youtube looks like it's going to be getting into nfts um not just in terms of a marketplace but also uh, they look like they're going to be offering a way to display them similar to what twitter is doing so if you have an nft you can make it your profile picture uh everyone the funny thing is is like a lot of these NFT crypto bros are like, but the real usage of NFT is so deeper and more meaningful. And there's so much <laughs> more we're going to get out of it. Yet the only thing we've seen enacted in any way yet is the ability to use these fucking shitty monkeys as uh, profile pictures.
0: Monkeys or camels or whatever else. There's so many.
1: Ooh, I'm bullish on the baby seals this week.
0: Yeah, I'm bullish on a blockchain ledger. That's basically what you're saying. I'm bullish on this yeah. blockchain ledger with pictures attached to.
1: All you're saying is ledger. this one has more hype. There's no yeah, more inherent no, value no, no. to it. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Uh, so what no. the fuck ever. So the CEO of
0: YouTube, Susan uh, God, w- 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 Jisky, uh suggested the company is looking to branch into NFTs in the future. And as another source of revenue for creators. Okay, how am I making money, Susan? Tell me. We're always focused on expanding the YouTube ecosystem to help creators capitalize on emerging technologies, including things like NFTs, while continuing to strengthen and enhance the experience creators and fans have on YouTube. Um, she said YouTube is looking to Web3 as a source of inspiration. This Web3.0 can, can lick my taint. Specifically, note, she didn't say that, I said that. Specifically, noting the opportunities with crypto, decentralized autonomous organizations daos that's another hot thing web 3.0 and nfts um i love this just because whenever they announce this shit there's no specific way how this is going to make my life better how i can how no, how,
1: how do i make money my life Susan? is not made better uh, because i can tell you where i bought my profile picture from i swear to god uh, if this goes into
0: like each creator having their own nft marketplace page like on their... I swear to God the backlash is going to be fucking furious oh, like sure. you think it's you think the the backlash against anything right now and nt is bad you always see how bad it is with youtube youtube is is a lot of people's main source of entertainment like this is this has been turning so quickly in terms of these companies getting into it and the backlash that we're gonna get into this this might this might um all blow over by by like the fall. We might companies might be fearful of getting into NFTs by the fall at the rate of how much this stuff has been uh propagated but then the backlash hitting it in the face each time. As we're going to see. Yeah. And I guess this segment as we go further into this
1: fucking bullshit I'd like to, uh, you know, as we the segment is you're all-in-one NFT catch up. Uh, I do want to point out itch.io real quick. Some of the biggest news around uh, like NFT bullshit this weekend was surrounded uh, was surrounding Gumroad. Gumroad is a online marketplace uh, usually used by um, artists and writers for well, so, uh it's like, I, it's like an Etsy kind of. Uh, well, no, it's it's more like a it's more like Io but okay. it's it's for like art, digital stuff it's for like okay. art comics you know that sort of stuff um i think people do other things on there too but it's it's mostly like i know it from like people doing like comics and buying like fan comics it's digital stuff. digital yes. works gotcha. it, 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 and um uh box brown who is a um uh, a comic artist that i really enjoy really enjoyed his uh andre the giant book um Got into it publicly with the owner of Gumroad and was like, Hey, uh, look, and he was polite about it. He was like, Look, if all you have right here is an NFT project, I, I have to part ways with you. I just, I have no interest in working. No interest in working with them or being on their site. I have something. no interest in being, you know, doing the NFT stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thanks for all you've done. And, you know, they came back and they're like, Look, we're not, con-. Gumroad's quote was, We are not contemplating uh nfts at this time and then something about you know if that changes in the future we'll let you know and people are like no that's not good enough you need to take a stance against you it. need to take a stance against it and then box brown released more t- uh, tweets i believe it was that he had with the owner and the owner was like very much like like all i've got is this nft idea like he's right on the edge of it so you know it's just a matter of when is he gonna wait two weeks and then do it or you know so a lot of people started saying hey we're gonna take our art off of gumroad Itch.io, which is well known for being for like small indie game developers, sure. doesn't actually limit the type of files that you can sell on there. You could sell any type of file you want. Just no so, for games, right? Yeah. So if you wanted to sell PDFs or something like that of your artwork, you could. So mm-hmm. itch came out, and much like the uh, Agro Crab. Um, Uh, announcement last week when they were talking about Team 17. Uh, This one just delightfully uh, does not mince words. This is from Itch.io. A few have asked about our stance on NFTs. NFTs are a scam. If you think they are legitimately useful for anything other than the exploitation of creators, financial scams, and the destruction of the planet, then we ask that you please reevaluate your life choices. Peace. And then follow-up. Also, right. fuck, and this is more directly at Gumroad. Also, fuck any company that says they support creators and also endorses NFTs in any way. They only care about their own profit and the opportunity for wealth above anyone else, especially given the now easily available discourse concerning the problems of NFTs. And This is what it comes back to. Obviously, business exists to make money. Yes. But
0: they sell products and services that are supposed to be useful to people or entertainment. Again, NFTs have no use. And the entire point is to sell it to someone after you for more money. And if businesses aren't recognizing it and coming out staunchly against that,
1: then this is going to happen more and more. People, it's pre—it's pre- it's preying on people. It's—it That's yes. the difference. And it feels predatory. Yeah. Um, every time that a company announces this stuff, they're doing it in the face of massive backlash. As we've talked about, you look on any announcement on Twitter about NFTs, the the response is near universal uh, deridation. Yes. Um, no one wants this. So what it's beginning to look like is at first some people might have been interested, like, OK, let's listen, and hear what they say. But people are now very well aware of when you say you're bringing NFTs to something because we want to make life easier for you. That's bullshit because nothing's been shown. When you bring us NFTs, it, you're literally saying, make me the person at the top who owns all yes. this fucking coin for no reason. Make me more money. It, it, it's It it feels sleazy. And people are waking up to that.
0: Well, it always was sleazy, but it's no, I know. more, more it, it transparent. Is, but
1: it, it's transparently people, sleazy. It took
0: people months to get their, wrap their minds around what the hell is this?
1: Almost a year into this, and all we have yeah. is profile pictures. Where's the actual
0: use? Yeah, I remember when, when we first talked about this about, I want to say it was like probably late February, early March of last year. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. As my first says, like, this is weird. It doesn't where's make the, any sense.
1: Where's the unique um, use case scenario yeah. that nothing I, else can do?
0: But, but but then as the months got on and I talked about the NBA top shot things, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I said, this is insane that they're pushing this on, even on ESPN show. People are going to lose a ton of money you know, uh, on this stuff. It was apparent what, what it was. It was a FOMO thing. Get in early. Whenever whenever someone says, get in now, you regret it. That's a scam. If it's a real money-making venture, you shouldn't have to get in early. You should be able to get in whenever you desire on it. Get in early or you'll miss out. That's multi-level marketing talk and bullshit, which is a Ponzi scheme. Multi-level, it's an inverted cone, as as they as they say. On, I think they said that on like Always Sunny episode. It's not a, it's not a pyramid. Oh yeah. yeah. Inverted, or they said or they said that on uh, The Office. Same joke. They turn it upside down and it's a it's like a cone or whatever.
1: Yeah, they That's do it on a lot. Like yeah. there's one on the office where he's like up at the whiteboard and he's like drawing people yeah, here yeah, people and Jim here and Jim, Jim, Jim turns walks it around up and like it literally makes a triangle on. Yeah,
0: it's 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 ridiculous. Um so in the midst of all this, Ubisoft decided we're gonna give NFTs as a gift to our employees as a bonus.
1: Hmm.
0: I guess since they're not selling any, as Ena talked about it, they sold like a few dozen of the damn things or a couple
1: Hey, dozen. look I mean I mean this is even worse. Like how are they? How does any employee who's anti-NFT not supposed to look at this as a smack in the face? Um, hey, guys, we announced, uh, we announced and released uh, NFTs for our gaming public, and they were so popular we sold well, 26 of them and made just over $1,000. Here's one as a bonus.
0: This comes from Eurogamer. Literally worthless. Uh, Vicky Blake, contributor, uh, said, God, I love Eurogamer so much. Ubisoft has reportedly awarded the efforts of his Ghost Recon Breakpoint development team with an NFT Ghost Recon 20th anniversary cap. If you're hosting a workshop help to assuage concerns about the company's pivot to NFTs uh, recorded in blockchains, Ubisoft reportedly issued the tokens as a thank you for the Breakpoint team's sustained efforts to improve the beleaguered shooter. Um, that's insane. Especially since, probably, like you said, most of the employees are like, we don't, we don't want to be a part of this. They, they do these polls where most game devs have nothing to do with NFTs at all. Uh, Earlier this week, a Tom uh, reported that Ubisoft bosses allegedly, allegedly believe the company is getting in early. Get in early on this paradigm shift in gaming, because, but its players just don't get it. We talked about that before. That asshole. We think gamers don't get what a digital secondary market can bring to them. Oh, we know what, what it can bring. We know we know precisely what it can bring. That's the problem. Yeah. How Absolutely. dare you insult us without knowing what it could bring? We know exactly what it can bring, and you do too. That's the problem. We says there's different a philosophies about a, the results.
1: There's, there's a beautifully clear example of this, too, that everyone seems to magically forget. And that was when Doom 3 launched, there was an in game auction house, and there was a real cash auction house. And the real cash auction house ruined the game. Really? And Diablo shut down the real cash auction house. And it wasn't until they shut that down that the game suddenly flourished and became fun. And the reviews started to go up. Because so yeah.
0: players just actively rejecting it. They're like, this is bullshit.
1: Yeah. Because people were farming and selling and there was fucking scammy bullshit going on. And they were like, okay, we've got to get rid of this. They actively tried to invest in, uh, an aftermarket into their game. And it failed. And they didn't need NFTs to do that, and it by And they didn't the need way. NFTs to do it. And it wouldn't have succeeded with NFTs.
0: It's ridiculous. It's uh, You wonder if they would have thought about doing all these marketplaces and items, uh, regardless of if NFT came about. But obviously, again, it's buzzwords. It's something that you can wrap. Oh, it's, it's the latest tech craze. People, people like so games. It is. People they, like games. They like tech.
1: They're going to get in on it. But this idea is... That's just my point. This idea isn't even new. It was tried before and in, in, in roundly fucking um, rejected. So, um,
0: Team17 brought up... We'll talk about what they said. Uh, uh, we talked about... Uh, th- this was their Twitch announcement. Remember, Team17, the people behind Worms try to do their fucking Meta Worms bullshit, and people were like, we had... A, a, yeah, we brought that up. A second uh, Dev said, we don't want anything to do with you Yeah, after this. Uh, Team 17 reversed course within, like, it was like a day. It was, like, literally, like, after we did our podcast, they put out this statement.
1: Yeah, I went home and did, like, two hours of work, and I think they had already finished it.
0: Uh, We've listened to our Teamsters, development partners, and our games communities and the concerns they've expressed and have therefore taken the decision to step back, to step back, not to say no to it, Ian. To see the wording? We're going to step back from the NFT space, not say this is a bad idea. We'll step back just in case. We'll just take a step back. Uh, The top reply, why did you even start it? It's common knowledge by now that NFTs are not wanted in this medium. Not even sure if you can call it ended if it barely began. So, again, this is the whole thing is uh, uh, sorry we got caught or or sorry you didn't like it. You you knew how bad this is. You knew what it's going to be used for. You knew how, how predatory it is. The nature of doing this, but you don't care because you have no risk. You sell it right away. After that point, you don't give a shit if it's resold or, or bought or people lose their money. You don't give a shit at that point, Team 17. You don't care. You make right. your money, which is all these NFTs are. It's like, oh, we, we get people in on, get in early, and after that, you sell it, you're done. So we don't care. It doesn't cost any money to mint
1: an NFT. That's the problem. It's, like, it's such a low entry uh, to do. No, it does cost money to mint an NFT, but it's still a fairly low. No, not, not a lot. That's what I said. It right. doesn't cost a lot. It depends on where you're doing it, but you know, a couple hundred bucks you can mint a few.
0: It's not a lot, yeah. that's the point. Uh, okay, so that's fine. And then, of course, uh, on the heels of all this, on the heels of all this awful NFT, uh, you want to call it PR or uh, how people are rejecting it, GameStop decides, <laughs> fuck you, GameStop, uh, a hundred million dollar uh, NFT marketplace investment. I mean, this is. GameStop forms partnership with Immutable X. They're establishing a hundred million dollar fund. Hey, all the all the all the nice cash they got from the meme stock and short sell stuff—that's where the, that's all all the money is going from selling off stock that's overinflated. From the short sellers, they getting are
1: screwed. They are oh. launching on uh, an Australian blockchain setup, immutable, a carbon neutral platform. That's the claim uh, that uses Ethereum. So I'm glad that carbon neutral is starting to get put in quotes because it was. It's one of those soothe words said yes. to make people feel better, but it doesn't do, mean anything. And Ethereum is absolutely not environmentally friendly right now. And I've talked. I talk about this every time, but Ethereum is well known at this point. So don't. I don't want to fucking hear it. Uh, for It's it's advocates are constantly like, well, it's going to be clean in a couple of years. It's going to be clean in a couple of years. And they've been saying that for fucking like eight years. Um, And
0: then I I searched for carbon neutral uh, immutable X. I I searched for like, okay, is there information on this? How is this carbon neutral? I, I could find absolutely nothing. I was like, that's just a claim. How is it carbon neutral? How do you spend energy? And then that energy comes back. With this, that's that's what you're saying.
1: Well, and all uh, this is so new and so unregulated that, like, I mean, are they just paying? I, I mean, well, yes, a lot of these people, as I've said, are paying a company that's literally just dumping seeds in the middle of fucking nowhere and saying, "Okay, we're done."
0: And you hope that in, in twenty years a fucking tree sprouts up, or uh, and, yeah. Well, I, everything and I've read on dioxide? the carbon
1: neutral stuff is that, it, and again, I think we talked about this last we week. Did. It will take ten years, they say, for the tree to grow to a point where it's actually providing something. Beneficial to the environment. We don't. I mean, t- in ten years, we're I, we're fucked.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're kind of fucked now. It's just right. a s- slow decline. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is all they said in this in this release. Creators from gaming studios, Web three and metaverse gaming developers, and elsewhere can request to be a content creator on GameStop's NFT marketplace. So they're looking to have games with NFT insertion into it, basically like club memberships. And like, oh, you earn this NFT, this gives you access to this part of a game or this item. They're looking to capitalize on this. That's what they want to do. I wonder if they will Um, also
1: sell NFTs. I wonder if they will give away for people who earn NFTs in certain play-to-earn games. To sell those NFTs, like will it be? Uh, will, will is GameStop going to be the only peer- people selling the NFTs? Or are they going to allow other people to sell and trade NFTs? And is it all just going to be with this play to earn shit, or is it also going to be like these Ghost Recon?
0: They probably don't fucking know at this point, right? They just know it's a hot thing to do. No one. Does. What's funny is this stuff is it was in development for months, and now with the, with the, all the bad press around NFTs, this couldn't possibly have been worse, uh, more badly timed. Nope, and. I stupidly, naively said, well, Ian, they want to use the NFTs, maybe for the digital buying and selling of used digital. Ge-. No, no, no. Even that would have been, as you said, you wouldn't need NFTs to do that. No, but, you but, wouldn't. But it's the uh, one use
1: situation that people have brought up where I'm like, OK, I can kind of see it if, it, if it's just yeah. easy. Maybe you transfer your
0: because you, along the way you transfer like your, your game uh, progress to someone else. It's like, OK, I can see something like that being something interesting, even if Maybe you
1: don't need NFTs, but then again, NFT uh, doesn't inherently make it possible. You it, can do it, it other ways.
0: I was given the benefit of the doubt that I should have, yeah, shouldn't have. Sure. So GameStop can go fuck itself again. Like again, like they can be they can be a stock a meme stock darling all they want. They're still in fucking trouble, and they just wasted a hundred uh, million dollars.
1: Yeah, to me, this is like. um I... I think it proves what I was thinking. You know, like a month or two ago, all this NFT stuff that's happening right now is the result of people months ago, or slower, older corporation like GameStop being months ago when like people were first talking about being like, "We got to get in on this," and not realizing that the public discourse on this, the opinion of it, was just—I I can't even say well, this changed a- because it was never good, but just continues to get worse. And then by the time they actually release this. They come out with it? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's well dead on arrival.
0: This is Ryan Cohen's doing. This is the sure. new CEO. The Chewy guy that came and displaced, the AutoZone guy, said, oh, we need someone more nimble and younger with tech. I didn't think he would just jump on NFTs. I thought there'd be something more, uh, more thought out than just an NFT fucking uh, th- scam. I thought there'd be something more like, okay, digital uh, game sales. I thought they would create their own real digital game marketplace, like a Steam. So I was stupid to think that. I was dumb to think that. They want to go Metaverse, using NFTs within games, marketplace, and, and the Web 3.0. Yeah, again. That,
1: that is a little too much credit.
0: I, I, I gave too much credit. I would have loved to see it,
1: I guess. I would have lo- show me why this is useful.
0: But I I, I now wish for AutoZone guy back. Because he, he was too old and retail-based to probably have thought to do something like this. Get in the zone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone. Konami moving forward with NFT plans. It doesn't end. This intro is long as hell, but we have to talk about it. Konami is going to proceed uh, with plans to use NFTs to preserve to preserve gaming content as commemorative art, according to a regional financial report. Yes,
1: because uh, in order to create art you need NFTs. Also, you are not preserving a fucking thing digitally. It's not like uh, it can go away. You have to preserve the actual art. This is something that archivists talk about all the time. Like, that's not a, a, a that's that's not acceptable preservation konami you're just throwing that word out there because you like the way it sounds
0: all because idiots out there just went and bought those fucking castlevania nfts uh, i think one went for 25 grand or whatever we yeah. talked about uh, good job good job morons good job doing that morons uh, good job uh yeah there's an article check out this forbes article by paul tassie GameStop, 100 million dollar nft marketplace is going to go poorly i talk about it more but this intro has been super long here And um, it it talks about the the survey stuff. 70% of devs were not interested in NFTs, and 72% were not interested in using cryptocurrency for payment. Notice how they line up just exactly. Yeah, That makes sense. Only 2% more favorite. Uh, Yeah, it's not going to go well. It's not. Maybe a nice metaverse game gets made. I ain't ever going to play it, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Ian's probably never going to play it. No, I am not. So, you know, it is what it is there. Uh, yeah, that's all. I mean, I think we're going to talk about NFTs every week until it's this, it's going to end because we have talked about the past month every week. It's uh, it's a shame. Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This Valentine's Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and
1: use code CU Podcast. For 20% off and free shipping the holidays went by so quickly did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special the number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0 this electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin and get this The trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It even has a 4000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Did I mention that it's waterproof, too? The package also includes the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer to whack all the worst of your weeds. Manscaped even threw in two, not one, two free gifts. Their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. To complete the perfect package for your package are liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Start your day with the deodorant for your boys and stay cool all day with toner to keep you feeling your best all day and night. These formulations will also have you smelling like a king. On the big day. And don't forget to smell good not only around your balls, but all over. Made with their signature scent, the Manscaped Refined Clone will complement your collection with smell perfection. Manscaped created their products for a night just like this and will make your V Day date say, Wow, that's a great set you have there. Get 20%
0: off and free shipping with the code CU Podcast at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code CU Podcast. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Your balls and lady will thank you. Ian, we first uh, were thinking of doing the podcast last week. We said, oh, we can put it off a few days,
1: maybe. Yeah. There's, not, there's not a lot going on. Uh, on... And I mentioned, I mentioned uh, during one of our catch-up calls, I said, hey, has anything been going on with the Amico lately? Because I hadn't been paying attention. I'm like, No, it's been a little quiet. Yeah. It's been a little quiet. and. On Sunday,
0: I was alerted to uh, the LinkedIn accounts of Tommy Tallarico, f- former CEO of Intellivision Entertainment, and Phil Adam, who's now the current CEO of Intellivision Entertainment. They changed their LinkedIn bios. I tweeted it out, and it seemed like a mini hell broke loose from that tweet. Um, and things happened quickly, which we'll get into. But first off, this was a quiet transition. I don't think they wanted people to know about this. Absolutely not. Um, the fact that there was no press release, the fact that there was nothing said to the uh, the rev investors, if you want to call them that, on Republic. Um, no mention of that. My source tells me that this was co- quietly done or done around November. It was when Tommy was being shuffled out. There was always two divisions. There was always a division. There was a pro-Tommy faction and a anti-Tommy faction, or we'll say the more probably reasonable business-minded faction, as much as you can be with a, with a Doom product like this, that were butting heads a lot. And finally was decided in November that Tommy should not be the CEO anymore. Tommy is no longer the CEO of Intellivision Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Around November was uh, probably the last straw for a lot of people that were connected with this, that were leaving like this, with the Battle Tanks fiasco yes. using stolen art assets and that was their first game. Uh,
1: that was the deep dive. That was the first deep dive.
0: And I think that was that could have been the final straw. But obviously the writing was on the long uh, uh, on the lawn. The writing was on the wall. Or was it Shark Shark? Was that the first one? Could have been. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter. The, at this point, it was, it was it was close. Battle after.
0: Tanks was a fiasco.
1: No, none of that really matters. Doesn't in matter. Comparison to all of this since right e, now. since E three of last
0: year in television has been in a tailspin. Uh, since June of last year, we said at that point that was the the beginning of the end. Yes. Oh, me, no. The end of the beginning. The end of the beginning. Yes. It was the end of the beginning, because that was, their, that was their, their world premiere, basically. We have a console, and the reaction was, was, was laughable. In people
1: reality, were, yeah. that was their last shot. Tommy can say everything he wants about, oh, the people who are going to buy this don't know about it yet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you are not going to release a video game system and have it successful without the backing of the video game community. And the response to the Amico was laughter, derision.
0: That was their, I thought that was the biggest stage in television will ever have was that E3 video. Yes. That's it. That was their peak. Peak marketing, you want to call it that 10 minute video, which was Tommy talking about himself for a minute and a half and then going and then like shooting out as many facts and then showing all the things we talked about, like uh, people using cell phones as controllers, all the stock photos, uh, Photoshop stock photos, all that stuff. That was That was it for them. After that, it's obviously gone sour. Uh, Phil Adam uh, was 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 on board as a chief revenue officer before that. Yes, and before that he was, uh, I think, was it uh, VP of business development, SVP.
1: So Phil Senior Adam, VP. the former chief revenue officer, is now the new CEO. He's
0: a new CEO, which okay. makes sense. I mean, he's he's been involved with the business. He was on Spectrum Holobyte and Interplay. I think he was, was at Interplay when it was when it was closed down when or sold par- off.
1: When they he was in charge yeah. of parcelling out Interplay. Oh, okay. Which Is why this does not look. This that's one of a million okay. things that doesn't look good for uh, in television right now. Is he was in charge of the piecing it off, the the the, the dissolving of Interplay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's
0: great. Uh, Phil will get into on Sunday night. Uh, he, he's an older guy should get into in terms of like the you know new blood for a, a video game company that's fine though but he said he's a 67 year old you know he's been in the industry a long time on sunday night i'm not saying it was a response to my tweet but a, a late sunday night uh video call you want to say a copium sort of uh, party uh between uh, a few of the uh cultists slash investors and phil adam happened uh d- done uh by this person. Hey, Pat in Fuck you. you. Oh! So that tells you what you need to know about why a, a CEO would even bother to waste time uh speaking on such a just a low-level YouTuber channel like that to to talk about a transition of a multi-million dollar company. That's okay. Uh, it, but it was very revealing what was said during that.
1: Uh, I also think deep so. down inside in television knows that the only front of positive press and news they have is with these people and you can't leave these people wondering what's going on for 24 hours because
0: they have their pre-order money Oh, like the the, the hardcore is all the money they have and all the money they can bank on we'll talk about that more too we'll talk about that more but so so phil adam was on this he was on for a half hour on this chat with uh, two investors who never, almost never, disclose that they invest when they do these pro-amico videos, which, which legally they have to, with the Federal Trade Commission. But that's okay. That's okay. Who cares? Um, he said a lot of things. Uh, by the way, Phil Adam and John Alvarado are the only people on the January 6 statement of facts. Remember, we said Tommy was conspicuous in his absence on that, even though he yes. tweeted out,
1: and so. Tommy even said that wasn't me. I, yes. There was a reply somewhere where he said that wasn't me. That was, he said who it was. Um, and
0: which, Tommy's been doing less interviews the past few, almost none, the past few months. The last one was like the Slopes Game Room one. That was, I think, one of the last ones he really did. Um, and so, like that, really showed you that, yeah, they probably said they probably muzzled him and said you're no longer the the guy. If, as a reminder, a CEO is the chief executive officer. They are in charge for establishing the vision of the company and executing that vision yes. to the best of their abilities. Obviously, they thought. Uh, way too late that tommy was not the person for the job to do that
1: i, I would I, I would point out this to you real quick before we get into it tommy has already done some damage control and said but i'm still the president and we make all of our decisions together did you read that and be like I, like i immediately no. just said how fucking pathetic man you've got to no. like constantly but the, the the big thing here is um you you can try to spin this however you want there is no situation especially with a company that has yet to release a product where a change of a CEO is just done for shits and giggles because things are getting ready to launch, like he said. On the rocket ship. Gotta, or on, the la- or, or on the launch pad ready to launch the rocket I, I, ship. I don't have the time for these positions anymore. I, I got to pay attention to the creative stuff. Tommy can say what he wants. This close to launch, no CEO is changing unless there is a massive, massive problem.
0: And, or they need a, a change in direction because the, yes. the focus of the company is changing, which we'll get into as well. So this was in the works for a few months. Um, I already checked. Uh, there's a video game games live scheduled for April 2nd in Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. So Tommy's head's been out of this for months. He wants to go back to the safety of doing that. The cosplay experience is over. He wants to take his ball and go home. He's gone home. He's done. Um, he realizes that this is in a lot more trouble, probably than it's worth. Um, at this point, it might be humiliating. Who knows? In order to uh, to be the head of of an absolute fucking disaster, uh, the past few years.
1: And it's uh, been a surprise to me that he was all uh, piss and vinegar, and now we yeah he's no silent. There's no words. Yeah.
0: Just he's humiliated. Yes. And this should have been done. At the very least, two years ago, after he started attacking critics and dissenters in early 2020, when he started uh, libeling and slandering people, not just us, others, um, that's when it should have happened. That's when the, the the board of directors of Intellivision should have said, this is enough. We can't have someone like you in charge anymore. That's when it should have happened. I would have really respected the direction of the project then. Yeah. when you realize we can't have some guy spending his waking hours on Atari Age posting shit after shit, thousands of posts, and also going on as many interviews as he can with mo- with uh, a lot of channels that have like that'll be seen. It's not just the, the fact that you know th- these YouTubers have like 100 and hundred and three hundred subscribers. That's not the point. That, that doesn't tell you about the, the content of their uh, the quality, con- of quality of their quality content. content. It's the fact that. It's a waste of time because no one will see those videos. Right. How should a CEO be spending their time? Not doing that. Not posting on Atari Age. Not going after the centers. Not challenging someone like me to a fucking debate on Twitter like your Ben Shapiro. They should be running the company best they can. And obviously that hasn't happened. That's all I'm going to say. Fare thee well. Um, you should have been gone two years ago, at least. That said, I was interested in seeing what Phil Adam what his demeanor was, what his responses would be. And the the too-long-didn't-watch version, before we get into it, is that he is, uh, in a lot of ways, Tommy 2.0, but more professional because he has the same – he's been with the company for years. He's had the same vision of the company. Otherwise, he wouldn't be working there. So he obviously thinks that this is a viable product.
1: Right. And that's I think the the thing that people need uh, another thing that is important to point out is this isn't like a new person coming in to save it. This is still pulling from the same tainted oh, yeah. pool. Yes. It's literally it, it's just a restructuring of names. It just shows that the people within in television finally had enough and yes. yeah, I mean probably tied them to a fucking chair and they were like this is what is going to happen going forward.
0: Yes. And that probably happened like what you said around around fallish it happened. I think. I think we'll get into it later. I think there was like August, September. I think there was thoughts about this, and then obviously the last straw was the, those videos, the deep dives, and things like I
1: that. I think we should have noticed too. Well, it, it, it's easy to see clues in hindsight. It was tougher to see them than the deep dive after Battle Tanks, whatever it was, Missile Command or something. Actually, says Tommy C- CCO C- CCO it does it does not say CEO. I'll look it up right now. It does not say CEO. And I remember battle. thinking that was weird. Yes. And I remember some other people thinking it was weird. And then... It, was that on
0: just... the first, second, third, fourth, or fifth for Battle Tanks, by the way? I'll, yeah, I'll them... I don't fucking
1: know. <laughs> So uh, the thing I realized was, um, or that someone pointed out, was that they said, hey, you're a CCO? I thought you CEO. And Tommy said something in response to it, like, uh, probably on the Facebook group, and I read it elsewhere... Um uh oh, I wear basically, it was it was the, the lot of hats. hats. It was it okay. was the lot of hats sort of thing. He
0: was CEO/Chief slash Creative Officer November 23rd on the reupload the fourth one of Battle uh, Tanks now Tank Battle. I got to see what the next one was after. I got to see when I the think fish... it's
1: Missile Command after it's that missile where command? it's just CCO. Okay. Yeah because we did watch that evolution.
0: Yeah so the order was uh it was tank battle first, then Astro Smash, then Shark Shark, then Missile Command. Oh, okay. Missile Command was the last one. They only did they only did four. They did four. A uh, Missile Command was December twentieth. He's still CEO on this December twentieth. So here's the thing about it: you have to file these changes usually, uh, these big changes uh, with the state for like an LLC or corporation. There was probably some lag time between that, which we'll get into the the, the total reveal of, of the latest document. So. Behind the scenes, though, from what I from what I hear from my source, it was done by then. He was no longer sure. really acting. And as I CEO. mean,
1: if Tommy ever says anything truthful, uh, they, he did say that these were like ready to go in, in the can by the end of the summer, so these could have been videos that were already shot.
0: Sure, I maybe mean, they just didn't update the lower thirds, yeah, or didn't care about it. Okay, uh, so wh- here's what some of Phil Adams said. Here's the highlights I put down here, Ian. I watch in two X speed. There's no way I'm watching it in real time.
1: No, I skimmed it at two x. Uh,
0: if we don't deliver good content, we will go the way of Uya. You wish you can get the sales of the Uya. You wish you can get what was it, eighty to a hundred thousand Uyas to people.
1: If you end like the Ouya, you I I would I mean that I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. That would be ta- that would be a uh, success of a
0: disaster. I mean, good old. I mean, I know uh, what's his name, Michael Packer thinks you can sell a million Amicos in a year, but let's just focus on reality. You wish you can get to the Uya. Um. This next statement: There's not much profit on the console. Be glad you locked in your pre-order price. Such a strange statement, especially since, like, we knew that there was a a market markup on this. That the former CEO always said that retailers love us because there's a margin on. So, my take on this
1: Uh, is, Tommy. My take on this is, Tommy put together a a bill of goods in his head,
0: or not even a bill of goods. He just
1: thought, okay, it's going to cost this amount of money. Right, a a bill of goods in his. Well, I mean, looked at some stuff. Like a lot of things, whether it's the clips in these trailers that are from 2019, um, using the same footage from the family trailers that they use. I think he was running always and spouting information that was old or unknown. So I think probably pre-pandemic, he probably had a running total in his head that could oh, have no. been true. He, pre, had a, he pre-pandemic. Oh yeah, that he he could have done it, and then prices started to go up, and he made the he made the. Feature creep and prices on uh, components started to go up over the pandemic, and instead of pulling the trigger, he just kept waiting for oh. prices to go down, and now they're not going down, and that once-upon-a-time cheap console has ballooned into something that they're not making any money I, on. I think you're being too nice about it,
0: to be honest, because that, that original reveal at PRG 2018, that's where he had the console price, 149 and 179 yeah. He pulled that out of his ass. That was based on nothing. No, I know. I I, I know. just
1: mean in his head he yes. was probably looking at like similar something. types
0: of consoles, yes. but he pulled that out of his absolute ass. Oh, at yeah. that point in time, there was no board, there was no R and D. at that point.
1: What I'm saying is when uh, he's t- when he was talking about great profits for the system, sure, he was probably using some figure he made up in his head from years prior. Oh, okay, that's, that's right. what I'm saying. And and then applying the 250 to it, he's right. like, look at all this money.
0: But I'm telling you how how much of a horrible businessman he is. The fact that at PRGE, when the idea of that console was started, literally an idea. Yeah, he, he had, had a price. price attached.
1: You don't do that. What other game company comes out and announces a price right away? We didn't know the price for the Xbox Series or the PlayStation Five for months and months because you actually have to see what it comes down to. Yeah, actually make to
0: do R and D and know yeah. what what uh, the bill of uh, goods is going to be and things like that. Right, bill of materials uh, and things like that. Um, console price will increase. Phil comes out and says that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should have... If there are bullet points at the beginning, this is a big one. They're not saying this thing's going to go down. And I remember Tommy used to talk about price traps after a year. No, the price of this is going to go up. The already impossible-to-sell $250 2016 cell phone... Tech, yeah. Tech, with shitty games that run jittery, is going to go up in price. So consider yourself fucking lucky for only having to pay $250... This is my thing when it comes to this, this announcement of the price. To me, I think what he's trying to do is create a conceivable scenario for them to wrap this all up. I think he's like, hey, we're going to have to raise the price on this. What's going to happen? By the time anything comes out, they'll be like, if we have to raise the price on this, no one's going to buy it. We're going to wrap. Yeah, blame it on COVID, cost of goods. I don't think you're ever actually going to see a point where an Amico costs more money because that's fucking insane. But they will use this increase in costs, I think, to it's, wrap everything it, up. Well, it's a scare tactic. Yes, it's a scare tactic. And it's also a scare tactic to keep pre-orders.
0: To keep pre-orders, then. so you don't get, so you don't ask for a hundred dollar deposit back. But also maybe for the few people out there for, that somehow would put in a fresh order on on GameStop, where you can uh, put it down your deposit, or on the site you still can. It was a scare tactic. That's exactly what it was. Please don't take your money out, pre-order people. Oh, but also you want to get in, get in early. That's the theme this week. Get in early, in because it'll cost you more later. There. This was more shocking to me than that. The software s- prices will go up in quotes fifty to hundred percent in some cases. Fifty to a- these used to be three to eight dollars at the start. Now we're talking. Uh, thirteen to twenty five dollars, something say, like that. Just
1: say fifteen to twenty five, something yeah. like that. In so that range, my, Who, here's my, here's uh, the thing: they have to try to make this look appealing, yet also cut people's expectation. It, it, it's weird, so I think they need to pretend like they're a business going forward. So saying something like saying something that the game prices has, has has to go up is good on one hand. It would be good if they announced that two years ago and said, hey, look, we suddenly realized that $10 games, $8 games with no DLC, give out, it's not paying the bills, give our, don't give our developers any money. So it's going to make it hard for people to develop solely for Amico because there's no money in it. So we're going to say, hey guys, we really want to keep the price of these games here, but we're going to have to raise them so that well, our developers can make money and so that we can make money. <coughs> And then you could have started to see different games. The problem is, is now they've hammered that pricing for so long. And people have started to see... They've already started doing the deep dives. So people see these games... As garbage. As as garbage. And then they go, holy shit, you want me to pay $20 for this? Whereas there could be a good... Like... If this looked like it was actually going to come out, that could be a good thing. Like, hey, we're going to increase what these games can charge, so we're going to get more developers. Oh,
0: we can get better IPs. We can get better licenses. That's what Phil said. We need need to pay for the licenses.
1: But that's not going to happen. That's bullshit. So now all people are really thinking is, like, you want me to pay $20 for Astro Smash? It's bad. Like, the messaging is bad. Every nugget that could potentially be good in some way currently looks like shit for them.
0: Yeah. You, you, you want, well, I think it was Astro Smash a pack in, but you want to pay 20 bucks for a, a crappier Missile Command. But right. the same point remains. Right. Like, that's that's the point. It's like, what? That was the most shocking thing to me when I heard that. Because this was supposed to be family friendly. It's not family friendly anymore if these games cost 20 bucks and they're 10 minute games. Like, it's all about the value. Oh, they cost less than, than Mario Kart. You'll be playing Mario Kart 8 for years. You will be playing uh, a crappy Missile Command for years, you'll be playing it for a few days. And then that's it. That's the last thing you ever do. I always talk about that.
1: Astro Smash is always the game that we say looks the best. But I guarantee you that, I I mean, and I'm not saying this to be a jerk. I'm saying this because it's true. You would catch yourself yawning by the fourth level playing that.
0: It's a simple game. These are games that the original impetus of these games were 40 years ago when they were quick arcadey games. That's it. That's not in vogue anymore as 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 the popular It is, uh, but you style. gotta
1: make them snappy, you gotta make them difficult, flashy, hard to master, and that's not what they're doing. Well I
0: mean on a mass scale to appeal to everyone. Oh yeah. Four year olds don't want to play Astrosmith. That's all we know that. Yes. Um working on the footprint. Oh they're gonna have an update in the ship date by end of February. That could mean anything. Uh, this is an interesting one. Working on the footprint of the OS so games like Toe Am Toe Jam and Earl can get done. Wow. So that tells me that even if ToeJam & Earl was in development, it's not. The dev came out and said it's not. The Amico cannot run that newer uh, ToeJam & Earl from a few years ago. It can't run it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. That's that's they, they let slip a little bit there by saying games like uh, ToeJam & Earl because the ToeJam & Earl dev team didn't state anything. They were actually pretty... Neutral. Pretty neutral. They were being very professional. We never signed a
0: contract. We talked to them, but it was never anything signed.
1: Right. But by saying that they would have to work on the footprint of the OS so games like that could even run, yeah, what that's saying is that it either couldn't run or it was so bloated that they didn't want to spend the time on it. Remember,
0: the Amico, it's like, what is it, two gigs of RAM on it? It's like so low power to begin with. We, We know that. It's a right. cell phone chip inside, the Snapdragon.
1: And, so, and Toad Jim and Earl is not a, 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 a I, I can't imagine it's a very power-hungry game, but it is at least a modern game. Yes,
0: it's a modern game. So that is a extremely, I mean, that's why we see all the jittery low frame rate on it, because like it's on optimized, the OS. Right. But, None of this is positive, by the way, and the people and it the, flies in the face
1: uh, of what Tommy said too. we've had we're each working. We've had a working uh, OS for uh, a year and a half. Yeah, but is it done? Is it functionable? Could you put it on a system and ship it out? And these, no. and
0: these individuals, hey, Pat, Ian, fuck you. you. <gasps> they were hearing this information like they were at, like t- t- talking about grandma uh, dying. Basically, that's what it sounded like. It was like they were take, they were receiving all this bad news, and it was just like they had no proper response. Because what can you respond at all? None of this is good news. How is any of this good news? It's all terrible news Yeah, that you hear. Um, and then this is where I said, this guy is Tommy 2.0. This is where I said it. He said around, it was like 22 minutes in, dissenters are saying things to get clicks or whatever. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss.
1: To me, that sounds like something that Tommy was probably like, "Yeah, make sure you give, throw a jab at those guys." I... Come on,
0: Phil. You've been in the industry, make actually, you know, producing games since the '80s and helping. Uh, you know, you know that the, the the proof is in the pudding. The products speak to them for themselves. You know that.
1: Yeah, I saw, know I saw that as, like, um, just the weakest attempt that's at been like, we're still in this.
0: Come on. Phil, I want to give you a chance, but we now got I can't. This. I, I, I can't now. I don't. I can't. I don't want to give well, I can't because you believe in uh, this is a, a, a viable product. Well, maybe not because you're making six figures, as we'll get in the report. We know how much all the, the people, uh, the higher-ups are making as a CEO. But, I mean, like, it's ridiculous. Um, it was Insane again that it was on a Sunday night. It was almost like an emergency, sort of like we have to – it's like the spin room after a presidential debate. Oh, we have to spin this news. We have to spin it, and this is what's happening. And it's amazing. It's amazing how potentially a simple tweet could have uh, have, uh, uh, conjured up that that group. It's nuts. But we have more to discuss, a lot more to discuss with the Intellivision uh, Amico. Just when you think the news of of Tommy Taurico being ousted as CEO uh, was not enough, the fact that he's going back to uh, Video Games Live first date's April second. You can check the Video Game Live's website in Tacoma. He's done cosplaying as CEO. His 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 he would think say his vision board is not becoming a reality no. at this point. Nope. Um, in the midst of all that, we had a fourth, fourth, four. Crowdfunding campaign—the fourth crowdfunding campaign—went live on Monday, the seventh. Start engine. It went live, Ian. There's a lot to unpack with this. They're they're asking for five million dollars yes. from investors. Uh, we are a day into this. They're at 25 investors and 32,000 from poor souls, which we'll get into. And uh, this campaign is um is obviously ridiculous to have a fourth crowdfunding campaign while you all set
1: pre-orders and you have people give you $100 but nothing says i should have confidence in this company like a fourth funding campaign
0: after changing CEOs officially like all within uh, 24 for well, well they changed CEOs but the discovery all within 24 hours this happens um there's a ridiculous but 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 better family friendly uh trailer They hired a bunch of family actors and actors in the fall.
1: This is probably the response to the call for actors in the summer.
0: There's no more uh, cell phones being used. Uh, There's no more there's no more stock photos with Photoshop, 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 photos being used. So that's an improvement. It's a slick looking thing. But then you actually read the campaign and you go back to square one about why this system and the leadership behind it is so lost and out of touch with the modern gaming uh, culture and sensibilities along the way. Uh, Recycle points, more than 3 billion casual video game players. Yes, it's larger than the movie and music industry combined. Yes, because smartphones are extremely cheap. Even in, like, non-first world nations, you can get a cheap smartphone at this point. Anyone can get a smartphone. And the games mostly are free. Those are your 3 billion people. They're playing free games. They're not spending $10, $20 each on games. They are, sp- they are playing free games. Uh, they talk about the hardcore gamers thing. There's only 227 million, 3.1 billion players. They mean smartphone users, basically. That's what they mean. Ha- half the world has smartphones. Um, then they talk about how video games are expensive and complicated. They're isolating. That's also – did, did you see the trailer? I don't think we have to watch the trailer. Because it's it's all doom and gloom. It shows someone I a, Yeah, I watched. It shows someone in a dark room. Yeah, in a dark by room. yeah it
1: it's 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 uh, it's absolute mid two thousands bullshit scare tactics.
0: Yes. The whole thing's a scare tactic here. there's violence in video games and could be predators out there trying to get you. And you know, that's that's true to an extent. It is. I'm not saying it's not, but but if that's if that is the entire um, structure. Of your pitch to investors you're not off on a good foot especially when a video game console is sold by its games again there is a ridiculous graphic here ian complicated versus simple uh our pal eric retail archaeology tweeted about this on the left side you have retro gaming consoles like the nes genesis the advantage joystick xbox the original xbox nintendo 64 playstation that's on the left side. That's with, uh, denoted as complicated. On the right, simple. The Intellivision Amico is simple. A console that you, you need the internet to get up and running. A console that the controllers are super overly complicated and over-engineered. over, over uh, engineered. Uh, The fact that, as we've seen from, from demos and events, it takes minutes to get started in some of these games to get your to get your proper loadout of, of your whatever your fucking fish or your tank there's three different three different control schemes that is simple are you kidding me even for a pitch that is insane a cartridge based uh, system you hit the power button in you press start you start playing that's it that's you're trying to tell me the N64 is complicated or the Sega Genesis the only thing complicated about the NES is sometimes you know you can't get the cartridges working because you're either blowing the pins. Now, right. I mean, that's but in theory it's not complicated. That's a joke. There's the dark side talking about gun violence, physical violence, right there. A, a uniform, a unified video game entertainment platform that all family members can enjoy. Note: the Amico console is in pre-production and not available yet on the general market.
1: Well, there you go. So, something that I'd like to bring up. About this um, <clears throat> this fundraising campaign is that even if it succeeds in its most wildest way,
0: if it hits the five million, it hits go. the
1: five million. Um, and this is fine print stuff that you should everyone should be reading. Um, there is no guarantee that it's going to be enough to save the company. Um, if you start reading this, what what, what is, this? is this? This this uh, this offering memo form? Is this an SEC document?
0: It's an Edgar. Form C, yeah, it's something you have to give to the SEC when you, before you do these uh, these investment offerings.
1: They have to be honest on these. If they're not honest on these, it's fraudulent, and they can face a civil and or criminal
0: right charges potentially.
1: So they talk a little yeah. bit about you know what they can raise. The minimum here is ten k. That's the minimum they could take from it, uh, and the maximum is five million.
0: Do you remember what it says? If they
1: raise only the minimum, I'm about to read that. Okay. That's what I'm talking about right here. Okay. The minimum amount for the start engine C offering is 10k. Limiting. Uh, so uh, the important part: if no other sources of capital are raised, and if only the minimum is raised, 10k. So let's just say no money is raised because that's basically what. we Hell,
0: I'll now. say 200,000 even.
1: Yeah. Um. They would the 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 offering the company would only have operating cash for one to two months elsewhere in here. They talk about the importance of these funds, not being the funds themselves, but also the the acquisition of these funds would also let them perhaps take out a loan in another area, acquire funds from someone else. So um, if you raise your maximum funding goal, the maximum funding amount for start engine CF is 5 million with the maximum raised through start engine. It is expected that the company would raise an additional 5 million. So for a total of 10. Okay. Of which 1.6 million has already been raised. In this case, the funds raised would fund the company for approximately seven to nine months.
0: So they would need the 5 million here to keep them afloat for the next months to raise 5 million more to keep them afloat until closer towards the end
1: of the year. They are chasing money recklessly. And they're telling you right here that even with that money. They don't know that they've got anything here. Um, Seven if, to nine months is not long. They have no income coming in from anywhere else right now. There's no launch. They have well, not sold
0: anything. What I, I encourage you all to go and look at, click on see more. You click on a few things. You can find this. It has their balance sheet of how much assets they have, money, how much debt they have. Here's a
1: quick rundown. 16K is, or 16 million is what they said they raised. They currently say they have 500k on hand, and they are seven million in debt.
0: Yes, long-term liabilities, which is debt, seven point two million, right there.
1: Yeah, that's not good. No, that's not good. Ian, I was looking over this last night, man.
0: There's also, if you go on the Reddit, there's there's um someone that did like the, the too long didn't read version of it. I'll bring that up to help us as well. Oh, yeah, for the good. larger points. Here's what it comes down to. They have squandered money not putting out a product the last now year and a half to the point of paying all these salaries. And we'll get into salaries. That's on here, too. And also having to pay back interest on loans taken out that they've been sort of chugging along, burning through money because this is obviously pre-revenue. And the only revenue that can possibly have come in was the physical products. But that was a drop in the bucket from what we know they probably sold, it wasn't a lot of money that they got. It was like nothing. And whatever, I guess, the Evercade license for the re-release cars was, that's all the Intellivision money they can be making. They're not making on T-shirts on their sites or or sweatshirts. We know that. So the fact that they didn't... The fact that they blew their original launch date in in fall of 2020 compounded the issues. We knew it was never going to launch in 2020. We know this. Yeah. We knew that when they took pre-orders now... In earlier 2020, they did not have a console ready to go. It was all smoke and mirrors at that point. Hell, we're still waiting for something to officially be produced. Um, so it compounded it because they they still needed the capital to get the people, get, get the firmware engineers, get get their firmware devs, get money for more games because all the money. Remember, most most of these games is money paid up front to a lot of these devs, which is in in this uh, as well. The money. Given to these these software folks. And so not coming out with the product compounds your issues, obviously. It puts you further into debt, further liability. This, you gotta this, keep
1: this, the lights on, but you're not selling anything.
0: Yes. But but Ian, we need money to pay our employees and also to pay the board of directors who loan the company money, not invested loans, loan. as you see in this filing. How do you do that? Well, Ian, we need another round of crowdfunding. That's right we need to go on fig now we need to go on republic the next year which happened about a year ago wait a minute a year later now we need to go on i'm, I'm skipping fundable we're we, skipping fundable, fundable which had
1: there was like nothing we, came out of Fundable. we
0: don't know what fundable did because it's not it's behind the curtain now we got to do fundable and what was that in, in sometime in 2021 what yeah. now we have to do start engine they're jumping
1: from platform to platform searching for this capital to keep their company afloat it looks so bad i beg any like i just i want this to get around because at this point i feel like with a fourth um crowdfunding campaign one that states that even if their maximum is reached things look a little dicey um i I, to me at this point there's 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 no moral gray area left at all this is this is purely predatory yeah, it's this it's, is not going to succeed. Oh, oh no! We're 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 way past the point
0: of the console being successful. This, not, this is never uh, going
1: to be a success. This is are we going to see anything before it
0: folds? Are we going to see a product launch at all? Like I'm yeah. like wavering back and forth. Is that are they do they do they want to get? By the way, there's uh, one of the many things Tommy lied about uh, having a huge uh, angel investor backing this. There's no big investor. This is all loans uh on this it looks like for the most part how far uh, back does this go uh the, this filing yeah the filing i think it, it's, it's the entire history of the company i'm just wondering when like, he
1: incorporated I, I, the I,
0: incorporation I, was in 2018 after he bought it like that's when the okay. new company started okay. the timeline is like around the summer of 2018 he buys out in television entertainment new llc he announces it the new console to come out in two years later that fall at prg 2018 and then all these loans start happening about a year later. But we'll I see into, the
1: angel investor uh, thing being is he talked to someone because it's we've been following Tommy for ever. ever. It's like I know the guy. He talked to someone. They're like, yeah, yeah Tommy, that sounds interesting. We'll talk later. Well, and he said, I have an angel investor.
0: Well, he might have. What, what this all points to, if you get into this filing, is that the board of directors started loaning in television money late 2019. Right. A year in. Not not before that. Uh, from what it sounded like, happened before that, and from my sources, there was potentially some big, yes, either venture capitalists or some money involved. They pulled out. That's what I heard. After it happened
1: e- in June 2019. They
0: pulled out after, this, after showing it in, in the hotel room, the, the, which turned out it sounds like an orange pie in a fucking shell that they showed to influencers and potential investors at E3 2019. They weren't on the floor. They had a private little whatever, suite yeah. or whatever. They showed it off. I think the investor or investors got cold feet and like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and they pulled out. At that point, it was panic mode because remember, remember, up to that point, you didn't need to put it in pre-order
1: money before you can play it. Remember that? Right. We didn't. This wasn't going to be kickstarted. No, that's, fun that's when you started uh, to. See, that's really when you started to see. Well, you started to see the funding campaigns, but that's when you stopped seeing any progress on pretty much every game. Sure. So that was the last time we saw anything on, say, Cloudy Mountain or, 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 or uh, Night Trap, and that's when you Night started Talker. Night Stalker, and that's when you started seeing the clamoring for money and the excuses. Yes, um, and then we got attacked more and more that fall, early 2020
0: as well. It kind of yes. like lines up with the desperation of the company. Mm-hmm. It all things start to, to come into play. But um, there's a lot of information on here. Um, the, the claims, there's claims on here. Uh, that they'll launch within six months. This is a gate ruse posted uh, too long, didn't read, on, on one of the, on the television underscore Miko Reddit here, about here. Uh, confirms all games will be NFTs. We don't know how. We still don't know. Only 15 games at launch, including the six pack-ins. which is interesting because when you deep dive more into that, it clearly states that 14, 14 of the games Were funded by that Bavarian tax grant, German uh, money. This console would not again exist or have an ecosystem without German taxpayers. Oh
1: yeah, there'd be zero. There'd be nothing to show.
0: Hans set up a, a, a European LLC in television, separate than television entertainment, just for the intent of getting that cash to get those games made to have some games for the console. Yep, that's clear as day. We're talking the like stuff like the uh, Cornhole and the Astro Smash and the, and the fucking Pong games
1: we've seen uh, and the pool game. No, Pong wasn't. Uh, Pong, Pong was, wasn't? Pong was Choice Provisions. We've the, been over this. The shitty oh, Pong. Oh, Pong. I'm sorry, not, the, uh, not Breakout. Yeah. The shitty Pong game. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Skiing. Skiing. As I said Astro Smash. Most of the pack Shark, shark. Shark, shark. Those would not exist if it wasn't for Germany. It's all laid out in this document. This is not fibbing. This is all in the document here. Um, let's talk
1: a little bit about. Uh, we'll talk, talk about salaries. Yeah, we can talk about salaries, loans. Uh, we can talk. I also want to talk about that. They state that thirty-three percent of this five million would be used for the. I'll get the quote. Um, the back end. I'll get the exact yeah, quote. thirty-two uh, percent was it? Thirty-three? I thought it was thirty-three, but maybe you're at right, thirty-two. So let's heck at the exact quote. But basically, if you need thirty-three percent of five million dollars, you have not started on that back end. And well, they they, they claim that system firmware and gaming console
0: operating system is ninety-five percent complete. That's their firmware claim. and
1: operating system is not the back end. It's That's not what they it's claim. not it's not the internet. It's not you know the the web store. Um,
0: Intellivision has not offered any NFTs as of today. Infrastructure has been put in place to offer in the future digital games tied to an NFT for the purpose of maintaining digital ownership rights. There it is. Doesn't exist right now, but that's when they say every game's going to be an NFT. That's what it is right there.
1: I think we're getting closer to if this thing gets shipped, it's going to be games on a system sent out. I think we're getting closer and closer to this being a plug and play. How are they going to look at that and be like, we're really going to make this network just to ship everything out and have this fold in a year?
0: If they raise their target's really ten million, remember you said they need five million to get to this, the place to get five million. They more.
1: need five. They need this uh, five million to to look like they're real enough to get five million from someone else
0: to get closer. This is how they're going to use it. Whatever the, the the platform star engine gets their cut, like three and a half percent. from that. Uh, okay, the research and, and the dev, whatever. Okay, here's from the five million. Okay, eighteen percent for marketing, thirty-two percent research and development. This is great. Continued technology investment will be required in back-end cloud systems as well as further optimization of the firmware and gaming operating system. Game development is a separate category. They need, what's pat math, 30% of $5 million. They need $1.7 million, Ian.
1: For something that's 95% done, they say.
0: For their back-end servers and cloud system. And their firmware of their console still. Are you fucking kidding me? And this was supposed to come out October 2020. This is insane. And people are calling us liars. This is where I get when people are like, oh, well, why do you guys get so worked up? We've been right about all, all of this. Because they've been losing you. And calling us liars when we were right about all of this. Literally everything. I, I mean, I'll give you credit if we were wrong about something. I'll, I will say it. I will say it. We
1: guys got the price wrong in the first time you talked about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, we got the price wrong because now it's going to be over three hundred dollars. It's over $200 to $300. Now it's two fifty to three. I can't believe
1: we're. I, I uh, God, that didn't even really sink in for me that like they're already talking about another price upgrade and like the the main thing that Tommy got so angry with we, us initially we, we, was we, yeah. misquoting the price. We gave the price a benefit of
0: the doubt. It's been it's more than what we what we erroneously said or what I erroneously said originally. Uh, 16% for game development, six and a half post-launch. New games are expected to launch every two weeks. Now it's every two weeks there. Instead of every week. Uh, so that's a big thing. They need a third of the money. They need $1.7 million for firmware and the cloud and, and the, the back end. That's nuts. Uh, their auditor has a growing going uh, concern with substantial doubts they will succeed as a business <laughs> and will be unable to continue beyond this year without additional financing. This is a great one right here. Remember Arc. ARC was going to be the manufacturing part. They
1: have 1.5 million tied up in a dispute with ARC.
0: 1.35 million with ARC. They have a contract dispute. What it looks like, if you look into the balance sheets, it sounds like they hired ARC to do the manufacturing. ARC then probably went out and got the components and spent money. And then in television, reneged on the deal and said, no, we don't want to work with you guys anymore. And ARC's like, fuck you. We're keeping the one point three five million because we bought the parts.
1: Yeah, or set up the lines was what I had read was that they pretty much set up the lines and were ready well, for manufacturing. Basically, yeah. yeah, and whether it's parts or just the I loss think, of, of, of the ability to do something else, they took a hit.
0: I think if you if you look into it, they, they list one point three five as part of their assets. Oh, uh, Okay. So like, if that means that, well, we got these parts laid out with with someone that we blew one point three five million in dispute, but we can take ownership of it. This is why you need a real CEO running a company. So this stuff doesn't happen. Right. They just blew almost $1.5 million right there. None not of their own money, which we'll get into, by the way. We'll get into how that's all structured. Um, this person says, Tommy lied when he said there was tens of millions of dollars from outside investors. There's none. There's not tens of millions of dollars. That's, yeah, that's there, in No of fuck no,
1: no one ever at any point was like, this looks great. That's Tommy a fucking really lie. fucking blew himself on message boards uh, all over about how many private people with big money wanted to be part of this. Uh, while Tommy is the largest shareholder, he does not own a majority. majority. He owns 28.
0: 28.8%. Board kicks your ass off. If you're not major- uh, uh, a single majority uh, or over 50.1%, board can kick your ass off. They should have done it two years ago. Uh, let's see what I else feel like. There?
1: That's what it came down to. They yeah. were like, look, you can, we can kick you off the board or you can do what we're going to say.
0: Sure. Uh, they have prepaid some components and the board will offer a line of credit and hoping to get some lines of credit for manufacturing contracts currently being negotiated. Try, they're trying to raise $10 million for venture capital firms. Guessing this is what the Delaware was about. So they restructured the LLC to be focused out of Delaware. We didn't want really talk about that. It happened in the past month as well. Yeah. And from what I was reading, obviously, there's less taxes on a company incorporating Delaware. It's also more legal protections in Delaware. Yes. That's how Delaware makes a lot of their state money, as being a, a safe haven for LLCs. That's what they do. That's like a, the big industry in Delaware is that, uh, basically. Um, yeah. There's more. Uh, they have only 5,400 pre-orders. So that's five hundred forty thousand deferred for revenue of a hundred dollar per pre order. That's pre-order. less.
1: I thought they would be rounding up when they said six thousand, but that's not even rounding. That that's that's rounding way up. You so be rounding down.
0: So we were we were yelled at and said that this had more interest than uh, Tommy on Twitter said. Wow, we have over ten thousand pre orders. This is more than the Atari VCS. This is less than the Atari VCS. He
1: also stated um, at one point that there was far more interest in the Amico than the Playdate. Oh, did he? Yes. Well, that's nuts. Yeah. Because
0: we know the play has done uh, tens of thousands. We don't know the exact number, but you know we looked at my order number, and it was in the 20,000s. Yep. Uh, so we know that. Um, 5,400 pre-orders. I'm guessing that they had around 600 people say, I, I want my money back. That is probably going to kick up. Wasn't it the, whatever the 13,000 number? 5,400. That's a legal document. 5,400. Okay. So you you ask yourselves, okay, Pat, how did they get to this point? how How has this company stayed uh, afloat, wasting all this money, and being uh, now a year and a half behind in a console that's still not finished?
1: Before you talk about that, you oh. should talk about. You didn't mention any of the CEO salaries. Oh, oh okay. So, well, I mean, we need to okay. get into loans, but if we're not done talking about wasted money, all right, we're not done talking about wasted money.
0: Tommy was paid ninety six thousand dollars last year. He basically paid himself and Nick Richards, the CFO, ninety six thousand dollars. And before you say, "Hey, Pat, the, you know they should get paid," uh, a lot of startups, the people running them, it's their blood, sweat, and tears. They don't pay themselves anything. Right. They realize this is a sacrifice to get the product out, and you're taking money from the company to help the company uh, get to where it's supposed to, to, to get to actually earn profit by doing that. But they have other, you know, and plus, you know, someone like Nick. You know, I think they were renting out his fucking warehouse, or whatever.
1: Right. At one so point, so he's making so, money on that too. So money.
0: So the point is this: when you see this, these people that are in on this, the board, uh, especially the CEO, CFO, they have almost no financial risk because they're paying themselves. And it turns out they uh, they ha- did not invest in the company; they loaned in television entertainment, loaned them the money with interest, with bearing interest. And a lot of that, those loans have been paid back. That's what's so interesting about this structure. They don't have some giant investors helping them out, hoping to get a return. They are all structured. It looks like for the most part as loans with interest. Yep. So the board of directors, they're they're um, putting in money, but they're at a minimal risk. They're going to get their money back with interest. You know why? because of crowdfunding, can help them do that.
1: Yes, that's, that's how they get it. the money back. They're getting their loans paid I, back through the money that you're giving. The money you're putting into this is not... I, I Anyone who still thinks that a successful, fruitful console launch is still coming out of this is absolutely insane. What you're paying is so that... You're paying money so Tommy doesn't get in trouble with the people he has loans out on.
0: They went from saying you will never have to order... You'll never have to pay or pre-order the console before you can play it too late, two thousand and nineteen. If you look at it, these loans start coming in. Then what happens a few months later, Ian? Oh, we got the Founders Edition, early two thousand and twenty. We got the Founders Edition. We need your money for that. Get your three hundred dollars to us. You know, put put it in. You want to get the Founders? Then what happened right after that, Ian? First, first crowdfunding started. Yep, the first Fig uh, crowdfunding started right after that. Right after that, these loans wanted to get started, get paid back. Pretty fucking early with with minimal uh, risk uh, to that. I can't even call it an investment because they're not investments. Nope. It looks like they're, they're straight up loans. Let's take a look at some of
1: them. Oh, first, uh, John Alvarado. How much is John Alvarado making for not shipping a system?
0: Uh, he was paid, what was it, like 186000 or That's something right. like that? That's right. Last year? That's right. I mean, I'm not saying John shouldn't be paid.
1: I don't, I, I, don't I, say I think we paid. need to stop but, defending
0: these people. But you're getting paid on the back of... Of all these yes. p- poor revenue investors that aren't going to see a fucking dime, well, yeah, your, that, that's, your money's that's not no at problem. risk. Your money's <laughs> not at risk. These people, these people that watch Neil Patel sleazy backroom video or subscribe to the overpriced Tickettour newsletter in Florida, those are the people funding your salaries and and getting the loan money to pay you back. A company can't pay back loans Ian, if there's no
1: fucking revenue coming in, right? So crowdfunding is – the only, it's it's fucking scammy. It's so gross. Let's look at some of these. Uh, oh, sorry.
0: It was, was $174,000 in 2020 to John. He took a slight pay cut, uh, Ian, last year. Only 156000
1: last oh, year. How magnanimous of him. You want to talk about the loans? Yeah, loans. Uh, I love the loans, Ian. So various more board members, loan program one. There's two loan programs. What page is that, Ian? I'm going to put that up. Uh, it is 40 of 76. 40, okay um one million nine hundred and fourteen six hundred and sixty nine one million nine hundred fourteen thousand six hundred and sixty nine dollars almost a two million dollar loan with a ten percent interest rate Jesus Christ yep um Done by the Board Loan Program 1 between November 2019 and August 2021. So this is the first big, hey, we need a, a cash injection. But we're
0: still going along the way.
1: Right. Five board members loan the company an aggregate of one million two hundred and seventeen. dollars uh, No maturity date for the loan. Uh, the option of the lender and until December 31st, 2023, each dollar outstanding under the loan is convertible into warrant to purchase two shares of common stock having an excise price. <sighs> of twenty eight per share twenty eight cents per share
0: ten percent interest rate on a two million dollar loan holy shit yeah you're not investing at that point that's a huge fucking loan ten percent uh then you get to the individual board members that are loaning things, and uh, tommy Tommy loaned uh, money at interest, so it's interesting when you when you can loan your, your own see, company, you loan your own company money, you take a salary as well, and you're getting interest on your loan. But you have no revenue, but the money's got to come somewhere, Ian. Where does that money come from? Crowdfunding. It comes from – I'll tell you who it comes from. Well, it can also be – I'll tell you specifically one of the people it comes from on Republic. The top comment. By the way, Phil, new CEO, no official press release I saw about the change of of the guard. Uh, Nothing to the Republic uh, investors. You unprofessional fucking sludge. So I feel bad. I actually feel bad for these investors. Uh, good old uh, Holly here invested a thousand dollars. Ian, the top comment after the January tenth update, Holly with a little profile picture of two cute little white little poodle looking dogs. Seems that this has been taking too long. Something more than supply chain issues. I'm losing faith. I feel I do feel bad for these people. I, and you say, well, th- you know, they should know the risk. These are people that are older. These are people that are you know, looking at sleazy investment videos that have lies in them, like people like Jay Allard are still with the company when they're not. I've and,
1: seen enough, like, yep. forensic files and shows like that of old people who get ripped yes. off I, that I, I, I realize that there are definitely people in here that I, 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 I feel I something for.
0: So Holly is paying – is the one and, – and, and people like Holly are paying these salaries – uh, they're paying for like the fucking Intellivision Running Man fucking little statue that they got made that yep. they're putting in their office and is paying the interest
1: on loans to the board members. Your gross egotistical bullshit. Yeah, these people aren't you're not you're not helping launch a console. You're paying back people's loans before this goes fucking tits up. Yeah, that's what's happened here. That, I mean, you look. That's it's the all important here. thing. That's that's what you're doing. You are paying back loaned money that Tommy can't repay. And owed interest. This is interest that is owed by the company.
0: Yes. If, the, if something happens, they are still legally owed this money, these board members and, and officers, because, because they're loans. They're not investments. It's it, they say They're cash loans to the CFO, uh, Nick Richards, to the CEO or former CEO Tommy to David Perry, who's on the board. He put in cash. Again, this all started happening late 2019, it looks like. A lot of it.
1: I want to point out some um, of these terms, too. Oh, go for it. Before we get then. too far. I'm not going to mention this person's name.
0: Well, they're get... on the document.
1: I'll, I'll oh, mention it. Okay, sure. I mean, it's, it's public. This is a big one. Sudesh Agarwal? Agarwal. Manufacturing loan. $810,000 loaned. 0. 0.8 of a million. This one is particularly insane. Like... Please listen to what I'm saying here. In August 2021, Sudesh loaned the company 675,000 in exchange for the company's agreement to repay the principal amount plus 202,500 in loan fees and costs. No interest that's been paid. No interest is accruing on the loan. The company agreed to pay the fees, fees and cost. or the costs on or before December 31st. So they paid the 2021, which they did. Get ready for this, though. Get ready for this shit. Strap in. <laughs> and to pay $100 for each Intellivision Amico sold by the company until the balance of 675000 is paid in full. As of December 31st, 2021, there is still $675,000 outstanding under the loan. That oh, 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 The, the $202,000 in the fees.
0: Of the fees, so they they paid one hundred and forty thousand of the fees, and the outstanding balance alone was six seventy five. Right, because they haven't sold any Micos yet, so they've paid some of the fees, but they still have the astounding low balance of six seventy five. This is the point here, though.
1: The hot they have they've completely they have dish. How many how many systems is that at a hundred dollars?
0: Six thousand seven hundred fifty consoles they need to sell in order to that's, pay back.
1: That's back. more than what they have pre ordered. That's a the thirteen hundred more than the pre order. They completely so, destroyed their profits on their first run of systems. They, I mean, destroyed. Sudesh? hundred right off the top.
0: I want to know what happened in August 2021 that was so desperate that they would sell basically any chance of success of getting a profit from the consoles.
1: If, so, if there's uh, one thing to point out here, this is Tommy selling his soul for this company, and it's not going to work.
0: The company's done as of this loan. It's fucking done. Because you, if you can't start building real revenue from actually selling your product... You don't have anything. You don't have a company anymore. So Sudesh probably read the writing on the wall
1: and is like, okay. This is very specific uh, to me. $100. Yes. What What was the pre-order amount? $100 deposit. And what do they have pre-orders for? About 5,400. Yes. Systems. And they don't want you to cancel their pre-order. Why? Because this guy needs his fucking money. $100. $100 from every hey. Amico sale. I tell you what, Sudesh, I, I applaud
0: you because that's a, a Mr. Wonderful and Shark Tank w- w- would be blushing at this loan. That's insane. That's insane. No, no wonder Phil Adam was saying we're not making money on these
1: because yeah. of this. Yeah, you're absolutely you're not, losing. I mean, that's why you've got to raise the money. You're absolutely not going to make any money. $150 is probably what it's going to cost you at this point. How did? How was this loan agreed to? It was probably Tommy needed the money or they were fucked that minute. Did, did Tommy sign off that? Not the
0: board? Was, I don't it, know. Was this the impetus for, for getting rid of Tommy uh, on the board? That's insane.
1: How could you? Well, that was 2021. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that was 2021. Yeah. I mean, that's that was eight such months an ins- ago. That's such an insane deal. That was about eight uh, seven months ago. Roughly. I, if there's one thing that people talk about from this, I really want people to talk about this. Get this in front of the investors. Look at how little of a chance this has of generating any profit. This entire thing is them trying to save their business, and it doesn't read like anything is going to work. This whole document is incredibly negative. They're telling you in this document that $10 million probably is only going to keep the company shambling along for another seven to nine months. Yeah. Yeah. They have enough money to operate one or two months if they don't make anything. Yes. They have 500 cash on hand. They have seven million in debt. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just come at me. Spin this. Tell me how this is. Tell me how everything was always fine in La La Land. <sighs> hey, Paddy, and
0: Ian, fuck you. Oh. <gasps> um, by the way, they value the company because they're insane at thirty million dollars for a pre-revenue. Company, because I guess they figure we let's say uh, fifteen times. Usually on a startup, from what I little I know, a startup is like seven to nine or something for a pre-revenue company. I've never heard of fifteen times. Like that's that's insane. It talks about what the assets they own. They own that there are 120 games in the library. They own they own the trademarks, secured game and intellectual property license. This is how they're trying to to. Say their company's worth $30 million because they have a fucking deal with, with Earthworm Jim and Sesame Street. Which, by the way, in, in their, those games show up again. Night Stalker shows up. Uh, the Sesame Street Flash game. Breakout games, shows up. Care Bear Carts. The free mobile game. All these games showed up that we have never seen uh, most of these working on in Amico. We know they're not being worked on. It's Smoke and Mirrors. Oh, they're talking about their karma gaming engine and that that could be proprietary. It's not. Tommy said it's bullshit in a fucking live stream. He
1: even said um, it was bullshit in a live uh, stream. I wish people would, like... I mean... With all these people who keep finding out about, like, the Amico stuff and, and doing these these covered... These, uh, like, videos... We got a lot to catch up on. That, um... There's other stuff out there. Like, these are things that need to be brought to people's attention. Like, Tommy flat out saying that karma's bullshit.
0: The board member taking out of that loan... To me, says it's, this, it, it says it. that at the very best, they're going to get out. The, they'll make about six thousand or so. They'll get that money out. I mean, that'll get done. We're going to shit out six thousand of these, and I'm going to get my hundred dollars for each to get my money as well as the interest uh, back. That's well, that's owed. That's owed to him. Yeah. The, the two hundred two thousand is owed to him, no matter what. The company, the company tries to declare bankruptcy. He's in. They're indebted uh, to uh, Sidesh There. Besides that, but he sees the writing on the wall, Sudesh. Yep. If 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 a board of director is wants that predatory loan to kneecap the fucking business before it can get off and running, that that's all you need to know. You are kneecapping the business. Yep. By strangling all the money from it. I'm. When the documentary is made about this, I want to know how the fuck that loan went down, and how that was agreed to. Yeah, I would love that. Tommy not know he was signing that loan, or Nick Richards, the CFO, is responsible. What happened with that loan?
1: I have never seen anything like that.
0: This is insane. So I'm going to. Uh, if anyone
1: wants to know, the PPP oh. has not been forgiven. Yet. The PPP
0: loan of about 200 grand has not been forgiven yet either. Uh, so the, so so the government's a PPP loan has they have to look at, make sure it's all above the board and do that. I'm not saying it won't be. Th- that's still there as well. This is where I'm going to end up at right now. I'm fifty 50 50. I'm actually seeing that awful loan makes me think that they're going to try to push this out just to appease him or he or he's going to push for it. Sidesh. Um you're going to get Ian, As you said, we're going to flash six games, maybe just five flash them to the console. No back end. No nope. leaderboards. Barely functioning controllers. Who the fuck cares if this if this console lasts three months or four? It crumbles in your hands and ship it out to the people, and that's it.
1: That's another thing. And I'm not going to say I'd bet money on it, but I think at this point the likelihood uh, of of seeing a backend, uh, a no. cloud based backend, oh, no. is not going to happen because everyone who's sitting there, you read this, you know that this company has no future. This company has zero future they're not going to spend all that money on building that back end just to have to shut it down So yes. they're going to use that 32 percent or whatever that's going to go towards console these production. loans it's going to go towards loans it's I, going to go towards getting six seven games finished and thrown on a console and you are going to have an amico plug and play
0: that that'll be a paperweight because you're going to be sick of it and no customer support if something happens with your console or, or if the controllers go bad
1: oh there's not going to be extra no. oh, controllers no. just floating around oh no
0: no, no, they'll get just as many, probably produce that they need to ship and maybe, you know, obviously some extra consoles, but like whatever the run is, that's what's going to happen. So that's a, that's a lot of, of, of Intellivision, but as, as I'll get it right this time, as, as we said, E3 was the end of the beginning. This is the true beginning of the end.
1: I, i''m I'm for I, I I said yesterday online that I this stuff doesn't excite me anymore, but I, as I read some of this, I get some of that excitement back to cover this this topic yeah, um,
0: the, 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 the Sudesh loan gotcha
1: I mean I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested in where this goes in the next two months. I don't have the fucking time for t- more than two more months of this. I hope this is wrapped up in two months.
0: Uh, oh, I'll finish on the start engine investors seem unfortunately uh probably a little more knowledgeable. Than poor Holly and her cute little poodles that lost a thousand dollars that could have went to her, like, her
1: grandchildren or nieces and nephews. Um, what are they at right now? Probably thirty five thousand, something like that. Uh, uh, this is also the way the Start Engine does it. They you get like bonus shares if you get in right away. So this is like the time where people uh, should be uh, running to do it. Running to do it.
0: They're at thirty two thousand when we The comments though, they're a little bit more savvy because they, unlike the people in the public, they're reading the filings. Uh, in this event, Amico is not sustainable bankrupt by q4 2022 stated above with this random investor shares transfers shares to figs so they're basically asking like we know this is going to be not sustainable we're going to get this shares gonna, in,
1: will this be transferable to whoever sh- buys you out or? To,
0: or to shares in fig themselves because fig can th- when you invest in fig republic you're investing technically that not the actual sure. investment um, th- um i thought this was a great concept this comes from peter uh and i invested in the revenue shares on republic and pre-ordered the amica woodgrain but now i have have an unopened eight-pack of games. You don't have games, Peter. They are physical products, That's legally, right. that I cannot play yet because I did not get a console yet, which is entirely backwards, even with the supply chain fiasco control. I,
1: I, I do have to say this. Hey, dude, you fucking ordered those games.
0: Yeah. Why should I? Oh, this is this is smart. Peter's learning. Why should I invest again when I am not yet getting a return on my revenue share? Have the have the games, but cannot yet get a console to play them on. You don't have games, Peter. And I see people posting below and above that that the directors of the company are paying themselves back for a bankrupt company their, uh, from their shareholder loans. Uh yeah. I really wanted to believe in the potential of this company, but it's not looking good so far. Peter is coming around, but he's he's out of his money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then the first comment was, can't wait to play uh, play Toe, Jam & Earl on this, which is hysterical. That is that's that, that's a troll. But it sounds like the Star Engine is a little bit savvier investors from the comments well, I see so I far. Th-
1: I think just the fucking word's getting out, finally.
0: Yeah. The word's getting out.
1: The, I mean, the yeah. thing is, is they would have had to have planned for this uh, crowdfunding campaign. This didn't launch yesterday in response to the CEO news. The CEO changing news just hit at a really bad time for them. Everyone, it, it's it's... News like that comes out, everyone quickly becomes aware of them again, and it gets this.
0: COVID. I, mean, I hope my tweet tweet caused it a little bit, because <laughs> otherwise, this might have flown on the under the radar. The CEO stuff went might have flown under the radar uh, to people. Perhaps. Yeah, you have, you have savvy eyes out there looking, I didn't look at LinkedIn at first. It was it was pointed out to me. I was like, okay, that's something. That's something, Ian. So, all right. Um, beginning of the end. I don't know if this is going to come out to the backers. I will say this. Sorry. Get your money back now, pre order people. Get your hundred dollars back now because there's no guarantee. And this company in a few months ain't gonna have money to give you back anything. If you want your pre order money back in three months, you may not there'd be no capital left to do it. That's not a scare tactic. That's the reality based upon the filing. They're out of money. Get your get your hundred dollars back now if yeah. you want it back. Get it back. Your money was used to keep this company afloat and and for marketing materials for the next round. Oh, we got these pre-orders. Now we can 2600. Now we can do fig. We got some more there. Now we can do uh, Republic. That's how this has been daisy chained along. And it all happened with the founders edition two years ago. That's where this madness really started with it. So.
1: All right. uh, I'm going to have to leave soon. This has been a long uh, topic. Let's do 10 minutes of Q&A.
0: Oh, we gotta do, let's do let's do the, let's do the patreon poll we do the patreon poll topic instead
1: okay we'll do the patreon poll topic we'll, we'll
0: skip we'll skip q a this week then you guys, I, I forgot you have to you have to go to work
1: so. yeah yeah. No, I, I unfortunately today's looking busy I really got to get home uh we, we, uh we have a patreon again, don't we we do patreon.com c podcast you go you pay you get weekly writings you get uh hangouts you get the full video podcast you get bonus podcast a bonus bonus bits
0: me me versus the returning uh House Mouse was this week's. And we have a poll topic. In second, place, in second place, hardest NES boss fights, 29%. Really? No one cares. And in first place, games you are embarrassed to admit you enjoy at
1: 71%. Call of Duty, Duty Beauty. Why, why Call of Duty, Ian? Because uh, I am not a military bro. I am not a gung-ho... <laughs> r guy What? Uh, I've never been particularly interested in uh, wars or military what? maneuvers or weapons or tanks, but the uh, amount of time I spent playing Call of Duty for Modern Warfare was probably some of the best video game memories
0: Wow! I have. Back in the, the, the late aughts. Uh,
1: this was happening when you could still buy uh, Sparks Caffeinated Malt Liquor. Uh, so okay. I would drink a lot of Sparks caffeinated malt liquor. Did I not know that was a thing? Uh, well, there was Four loco. That was caffeinated malt liquor, too. Sparks came Jesus first, Christ. though. So Sparks you can more first.
0: quickly throw it up.
1: Yeah, I would get real intense, and I would play those games until, um you know, like four in the morning, but like, especially at the time I was always known as like, I played a lot of rhythm games, a lot of puzzle games. I've always played lots of cutesy games. So it was very confusing for people when they saw that my Xbox live arcade handle was constantly playing call of duty, modern warfare one for like a year. Um, that lightning only struck once though. I did not get into call of duty, modern warfare two, didn't even buy it. Mm. By the time three came out, I had moved on uh, I had I had nothing, I found nothing to replace that hole in my heart. I didn't, it didn't, it didn't spawn a particularly huge love of first person shooters. I do like some of them, but like I, I play, you know, I might play one new one every two or three years. I don't, you know, there's a lot of people who play video games and that's like all they play. They've got the call of duties and the battlefields and the battlefronts and the, the, the things, um,
0: when you, you say you're embarrassed, though, were, were you, like, hiding this from your friends and colleagues? I, I,
1: I did kind of hide it, yes. I, oh, I, 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 I did kind of hide it, because it was just a very <laughs> weird type of game for me to play. And, I mean, I don't talk about it a lot on here, but I'm also, like, fairly vocally anti-war. So it was just weird to my friends at the time that I would be playing a game quite literally based on the Iraq on War. On Warfare. Yeah, on the Iraq War. Was
0: the first one based on, was the first one in the Middle East, on Warfare?
1: Uh, I, there was a lot of it in the Middle East, yeah.
0: They go all over. It's like James Bond. Like, yeah. They travel all over.
1: Um, so yeah, it was weird. It was definitely something that I kept to myself, didn't really talk about, except for uh, in like the small circles of people that I did play it with, and we would plan our games and play.
0: Okay. Was there any other ones that uh, come to mind, or was just just that?
1: No, we've talked kind of about games that we've been ashamed it, to play before, but like, I, that's a I, I, shame. I, is different I, than embarrassment. I, 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 well, no, it's not. But I'm just trying for the nature of this question. I'm trying to think of it as something slightly. So, don't, different.
0: don't remind the patreons that we we did this like a year and a half ago. I Guys, we've been it. doing this
1: for eight and a half years. It happens.
0: Yeah, I knew. Like, did we talk about this? I was like, yeah, a year and a no, half. No, you're did, right. And I yeah. couldn't
1: just think of how we phrased it.
0: Yeah, it was like we were ashamed of it. Um. Wow, I don't think you ever told me that, Ian. Before that, Call of Duty, because because like you don't want to be, you don't want your your your, it, it, your, your hippie, hippie you, friends be like, oh, Ian, you're oh,
1: they're you're not like hippies. War. I do not, <laughs> I am not friends with hippies. I do you know what I mean, though.
0: Yes, be like, Ian, you think they would have look down on you or outcast you? No, it just
1: it didn't seem like something I needed
0: to bring up in conversation. It was like me being in a fraternity. I'm embarrassed by sure. it. Sure, it's, it's like a, it's like a black eye on my on my sort of like my human record. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's one of, but then again, I wasn't in my late 20s when i did that but not that i'm not shaving you that's fine it's thank a video game you, it's exactly it's silly you know so you're not embarrassed by like any you know uh like dead or alive big titties juggling around sort of game you never got into that sort of stuff
1: uh I, oh i i mean i've played um, automodius excellent automodius excellent i, have, I, I mean i, I don't talk the, about it a the lot because there, are, there are some problems with the series but i have played most of the sunran kagura games what's that again I've played most of the Sundran Kagura games. No, what are those? Uh, they're For the Same most part, direction. they are action games. Um, but they involve uh, women running around in bikinis, and the outfits fall off the more you hit them. There's never any nudity. But, yeah. I've played like so, so
0: you're the protagonist, the, or you're the, hitting the girls.
1: You're the protagonist. I mean, it's girl ninjas versus girl ninjas. And oh, boxers.
0: okay. Yeah. You, you hit the girls, and they fall off. And, and, your, clothes and, fall and off? your
1: clothes fall off too.
0: So it's like a multi-stage uh, Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins. You yeah, know? a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that was the original eye candy, right? You, you're in your boxers after that. The, the 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 male gaze was on author's a little heart shaped
1: little boxers it was it a heart yeah and i mean i it. do have a – I collect mahjong games and i love mahjong How games would it be but, a but that? i do Hard have an, a, an enormous amount of strip mahjong games
0: okay you didn't tell me that And they're uh, fun and to play and it said an enormous amount
1: oh there's tons of them Tons and tons. Um, so many of the Mahjong games released on systems like the PC Engine, the Super Famicom, they were they were girly Mahjong. You gotta spice
0: games. it up, Ian. Yeah, you do. You gotta spice up the
1: game. Sega Saturn uh, had a lot of them.
0: Because otherwise, you know, you get I mean, Mahjong Mahjong, right? How 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 else can you? It's a Mahjong game. You right. just change the tiles, but mm-hmm. it's the same same game, right? It doesn't change that much. There's a couple subsets, right? But it's yeah, same thing. Okay, uh, I mean, okay, I'll go into mine. What am I embarrassed to say I, I like? Um, I I I love strip poker games. I haven't played them recently, but in college I played a, a lot of them. Uh, what was the big one? Uh, v, was it VST strip poker? Yeah, because I used to love it. Um, that was one of the big commercial ones, one of the earlier ones that came out, and they had like packs. Um, was it called VST? Or it video, was so, it, video strip it, poker or something like that?
1: Yeah, I I it was something like that. I I played it when I was younger when it was still the JPEG packs that you load. It was in. just JPEG. Packs. Yeah, it was not videos.
0: Before they did videos, they would hire models to move around and do that. Strip poker game history, video game history. I'm looking up.
1: Yeah, so I liked a lot of that.
0: There was strip blackjack as well. Um, we're talking like late '90s is when there was a ton of them. There was even browser ones. I remember. Oh yeah, I probably had viruses attached. Looking back, and I always probably. Remember, I remember. I remember you. You go through like four or five different women, and the AI. They they made the AI impossible to beat, like, the last ones, even though it sh- should be random because it's blackjack Jack, yeah. or, or, like, poker. And they made it hard to, like, undress the last woman. I never forget that. It was really weird. It was a brunette, too. I remember that. And I was like, I got through the four. Why don't you do the fifth one? Why can't you let me do that? Um, strip poker games. Yeah, they still make them. I'm, the evolution of strip poker games. Oh, there's a there's a whole website that that has it here. Um, yeah, so strip poker, strip blackjack. They started in the 80s. There was, uh, Samantha Fox had one on overseas computers. Uh, but it was like the graphics, obviously... I mean, come on. It was like, like 87 or so. But there it is. Samantha, it was on the Commodore 64 in the UK. I was only a, It was only uh, $1.99. $199. Really? What, one, one quid? Two quid, as they say there? That was 86. And then you go on from there. at Peekaboo Poker. Um, I, I probably am slightly embarrassed to play, uh, say this. I have played um some of the they're probably earlier some of the uh, uh hentai dating sims sure or they're always like you're a guy in a new high school mm-hmm. or college you know what i mean and there's like three or four different girls and it's kind of choose your own adventure-ish you know
1: i've tried to you play know? some of those. my problem uh, is, is the main character is always written but like such a fucking complete jackass that i can't oh really yeah
0: what do you mean they're just like the dumb or they make the, they say the wrong thing they always, yeah. they always make them faceless so that, like, it's like a real RPG. When they show that it's, like it's like faceless. Yeah, the, the writing um, is just very bad. I mean, granted, uh, of course, but... Yeah, it's not why you're getting it. You're getting it because you want to see, like, five or six. You want to see the four, uh, you know, girls. And then, like, there's usually like, a teacher, you know, involves so who's... Hey, stay after class, uh, Roy, whatever they name the guy. Other uh, just that um, I was never really embarrassed about when suit just Larry because to me, that was a little bit more, you know, a little more intelligent. It's, there's, there's jokes to it. And there's actually not that much nudity in those games at all no, compared to the experience. Little. So it's, it's really not about that. It's more about the sleazy experience with that. Uh, what about – what about is there any, like, console games, like r- old school ones that you were like, – like, you love, like, Wally Bear and, and stuff like that. Is there any one of those that you'd be like, I'm kind of weirded out. People know that I like this oh, sort The of first
1: – I mean, when I got into Dragon Warrior, when I got that, it was, it was kind of an embarrassing thing to play just because – it wasn't, like, embarrassing to – I didn't really care, but, like, I liked it, but it was it was when I first realized that there are certain games you can play with other people in the room, and then there are certain games you don't play with other people in the room. Like, if a friend comes over, a friend doesn't want to watch you fucking play Dragon Quest.
0: You, you were embarrassed by your free Nintendo Power Copy? I mean, it wasn't like, like, like I said,
1: embarrassment's <laughs> not quite right, but it was just like, eh, weird. yeah, I don't need to play
0: What do you do? You're just hitting A to fight constantly on these slimes for yeah. an hour and a half. And the Pretty little, much. What are the bats called? It's like the second enemy. Uh Drakes in that Drake's? version. Drakes? Yeah, yeah, Drake's I, I was going to say Draco. Yeah. I was like, it's Drakey." sounds right on that. Yeah, uh, I mean, okay. Uh, what the patrons have to do is uh, make sure that we don't ask this ever again. Uh they, <laughs> make sure yes. that this one never comes up. But, hey, I guess if they if they forgot about it, we forgot too. Let's go to some of the comments on here. Uh, that's on YouTube. Said, I'm embarrassed. I voted for hardest boss fights. That's funny. Um, what's, uh, Tom asked, what's the hardest you've ever gotten? During a game you were embarrassed to play? That's actually a pro, probably, probably. Thanks, Tom. That's that's uh, intelligent. Uh, embarrassed to admit from Kanacha, Sonic R, only the Sega Saturn version, and hyper-dimension ne- Neptunia games when my wife is in the same room. What What's so bad about Sonic R?
1: I don't know what would be bad about Sonic R other than the fact it's got a very, like, I don't know, boisterous soundtrack.
0: Joshua said, "I'm embarrassed to admit I always dress in the girls. I always not dress in the girls. I always dress the girls in the skimpiest outfits and buy the bikini dlc outfits. Thankfully, my wife is just as depraved as I am and doesn't care." Chris uh, said, "Call of Duty." Yeah, all right. As well, so there you go. Not the only one. And finally, Needle says none. If it's a if if a game's fun, it's fun in the story. It's not about being fun. It's about whether you want other people to know you think it's fun. Right. Then it's like, why do you think it's fun? Like that's like what what, what's appealing to you. Well, oh, thanks for that uh, question. We'll get back to voicemails next week because Dean, Dean has his day job. I got to go. That's it for the podcast. Bye, all Thank you so much. Again, we'll be at SoCal Retro Gaming Expo, end of the month. Looking forward to it. That's September, September, February 26th, 27th in Ontario, California. And, uh, yeah, other stuff happening that I can't talk about right now in Pat's life. All right. We'll see you next week. I'm going to get that mouse.